three, two, one. Yeehaw! I walked in. You guys were watching soccer. I was hugely disappointed. Dude, England's in penalty kicks. Oh, my God. Is that okay? Dude, what well, happens? It's the World Cup, man. <laughs> if they win, they move on. So, but the penalty kick. And in, they just won. They just won. England just won. won. We they just it? fucking we won. It? Are you guys rooting for England? Yeah, I'm, I'm, Are you? I'm English, man. I'm half English. My, Are mom's, you? my mom was born and raised there, bro. I thought you What's were black. What's up, bro? I know. Most people do. <laughs> English, son. So you really root for England? Yeah, big time. No shit. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I know. Well, if, you, if US you, isn't in it, you know. Do you know what's happening when they're playing, or do you only yes. know when the ball goes in? No, I, I have kind of an idea. I would say I'm a blue belt in soccer. Really? A blue belt. Like, I, I wake up early and watch the games. Only World Cup. Wow. Only, only World Cup. Dude, I was in Boulder. You know, Boulder's like the People's Republic of Boulder. I don't have to tell you. You're from Colorado. You know what it's like. I out went there. to school there, son. Boulder's rough. Yes. It's uh they're they're like super duper liberal. And people were unnaturally happy about the World Cup. Like super excited that they know so much about soccer and yelling. I was at a bar and I was like, ew. That'll make you hate it. Ew. That'll make you hate it. But it if you just, but if you go to England, right, you'll feel good about it. But it was this certain type of white dude. Right, let's see you, bro. you know. <laughs> let's see you. I they mean well. They probably had a dad that was in the navy or some shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Got bullied around at home, and they just went the total opposite hard way. No, that yeah, shit happens. He's a tough sell, especially if you're like an yeah. athlete, like a black athlete. Like, oh my like, god, it's like that's what that's no why they guys. struggle a little bit. Oh, like, yeah. look at the beautiful mountains. They're like, bitch, I don't hike. I'm from Comp. I don't give a fuck about your mountains. That's why they struggle, I think, recruiting. Really? It's so beautiful there, though. Yeah, yeah. if you're into fucking hiking and uh, fucking Rowing water and rafting and the shit. The people are super nice, too, though. They're all right. They don't give a fuck about sports. <laughs> Where if you don't? go to, like, a, a southern school like Georgia or Tennessee, they get pumped. you're a god. You're getting oh. your dick sucked every fucking period after Is class. that bad? That they don't care is it good? It like bounces it's bad. you out, it makes you sucks. work hard. No, it sucks. You got nature out there though. Eagles and shit. Bears. Fuck, fucking nature. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get my dick sucked. Do you know that uh, wolves and bears are and wolves and grizzly bears are making their way back into Colorado? Really? Yeah. About goddamn time. Interesting. Why were they gone? Hunters? Well, they killed them off in the 1800s, and then they reintroduced them to Yellowstone. And mostly they stayed around Wyoming and Montana, where Yellowstone is, and they made their way into Idaho. But now they've definitely spotted them in Colorado, and they're also a very credible source. In fact, my friend Adam Greentree took video of what he said was a grizzly bear, and he knows the difference. He knows his shit. Yeah, it was in the San Juan Mountains in Colorado last uh, September. So they think that there's a population of grizzly bears. Adam would know. He would know. And if, if you watch the news, like the local news in L.A., which I do, especially when I get depressed, you there's there's a bunch of black bears like in hot tubs and shit yes, just popping up in Pasadena just chilling in hot yeah. tubs. Why do they love the tubs? Well, they don't know that it's a hot tub. They just know it's water. And so like it. for them to find a spot that's filled with water, it's probably terrible for them unless you have a salt pool. They know how hot it is doing the chlorine. They're the like, chlorine. The that's what I'm saying. This? Like if the bears drinking all that chlorine. Jizz in that pool. You know what you oh, do in a hot tub? Yeah, bro. that's like. That's dick soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got that cock soup from them black bears. 
<laughs> yeah, what percentage of hot tubs do people fucking? One hundred percent is the answer. One hundred percent. Well, in yeah. Pasadena, it's Presley, older. Pasadena, they're just rocking it out out there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bears up there. There's a funny video, man, of this dude in Pasadena, and he's on his phone, and he's walking down an alley, and as he turns and walks down the alley, he's just on his phone, and he's looking down. He's not looking where he's going. He looks up, and there's a fucking bear right in front of him, and the bear doesn't do shit. The bear doesn't know what to do, and he just runs. Both of them are like, what the See fuck? See if you can find that. Dude, so the homie is just not paying attention. Dude, I would shit my pants. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like very you, like you saw the uh, you saw the homeboys in Seattle get fucked up. Well, one died by the mountain lion. Yeah, that's yeah. super hungry mountain lion. Yeah, just on a bike. Apparently, the mountain lion was emaciated. It, it was all fucked up and sick, and it only weighed like ninety something pounds. But it still fucked both of those dudes up. But they they tell you like, oh, use your bike as a shield and scare them off. And that lion's like, what? I don't give a fuck about your trek bike. Yeah, they hit it with the bike. Apparently, it didn't do shit. How about homeboy? It was like, dude, you're getting attacked. I'm gonna run and get help. Way to go, asshole. Yeah, runs off, and that lion goes, where the fuck are you going? And the they kills killed him. him. Yeah, homeboy got away. You know that happened in Beijing too. With uh, the lady who got out of the car and the tiger attacked her at the wild animal park. Yeah, that's what you get. She got out of the car, the tiger attacked her. Here it is. <laughs> Damn, it's that's a, a big bear, it's bro. It's a big bear. That's a fucking terrifying bear. So this guy, he's on his cell phone. Where's the... Uh... <laughs> Dude, that's a big ass Where, bear. Here it is. Here it is. Watch. The dude's on his phone. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> He's like, fuck, which is, by the way, the worst fucking thing you could do. Oh, you just got run? super lucky. See if you could pull back, you could see like where the bear walks behind those bushes. Yeah, right here. <laughs> this is hilarious, dude. <sighs> Look, the bear's walking right there. The guy walks down. He's not even looking. Like, oh, oh, Jesus. Shit. <laughs> dude, so oh. you're, you're supposed to get loud, right? Like, get as big as possible? Yes. You definitely don't want to run away because their instincts are to chase. Yeah, but they say when you get loud and, like, challenge them. Like, you hear about that? <laughs> it's fine. I don't know why I'm laughing. You hear about that Boy Scout leader? No. Who they ran, they saw a bear, and, you know, it's like, play dead or or do your thing, you know, or you know, when you play dead or get real big and loud. Like, they, they don't know exactly what to do, but I, best, right. I guess in the Boy Scout fucking handbook it says to get loud and, like, make a scene. I'm going to forget loud and made a scene, and that bear was like, oh, cool. Hey, kids, watch this. Ate them asshole first in front of the whole squad. Oh, no. Yeah, so they don't. I don't think they know exactly. Well, the problem is bears are just like every other animal, right? Like, think about dogs. All dogs are different, man. Some dogs just come over their house, and they're like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And then some, um, some dudes you come over their house, their dog's checking you out. Like, I don't know, motherfucker. I'm not sure about Exhausting. you. Exhausting. And they get around you, and the hair comes up, and you're like, oh, my God, his hair's up? The worst. You, your dog has his hair up? What's going on here? I think bears are probably just like dogs. And that they're just, they vary. They say it also depends where you're at. Like, they walked into his cave. So he's like, you're in my house? Give me that asshole. Ooh, that's terrifying. I know. Thank you for that Cub Scout. You're like, oh my god. Apparently, the worst thing that could happen is you walk into a female with their cubs. Game over. Yeah, a female grizzly with her cubs should just light you up. Do you, have, you don't have no chance. It's not like you're gonna. What do you do? I was listening to some bitch on the news because they're talking about black bears and hot tubs, and if you run into one, this lady is saying, "Go!" <laughs> so hilarious. Punch them in the nose. Oh their my nose god. Are, their noses are super sensitive. Or go for the eyes. Yeah, let me try that. They bite each other's faces. You, people have to understand. Like, and they fight with each other, which they do all the time. They do all the time. They're always fighting. For I've sure. seen Alphas. bears. In person, fight in the wild. I've seen it. They just fight. Especially during the, the rut, like in the springtime. They fucking bite each other's faces and it doesn't even look like anything happened. They're good. They bite the shit out of each other and nothing happens. So you like, punch you that thing in the nose? 
with your little bitch ass hands. Like, what are you gonna do? Callan has an old bit where uh, it's he's dead on a special, so he won't mind me saying it. But Callan has an old bit where people go, "Oh, just punk a sh- p- punch a shark in the nose." Psst. Like, you ever tried punching underwater? He's like. <laughs> Oh, slow. That's He's so like, true. <laughs> I've thought that exact same thing. I've thought that exact same thing. Like, how much could you generate underwater? Like, people go underwater to work out. You've seen that famous photo of Ali? Yeah. Ali used to do a lot of shadow boxing He's in, in the water. underwater. Yeah. And John recreated it. Have you seen the oh, John yeah, Jones one? It's fucking right. dope. That's right. It's dope. You know, GSP does a lot of work in the water. He was the first one I knew who was doing work in the water and actually for, I mean, months would drive down to Laguna Niguel where he was working out and we'd do these water workouts and we're in the pool. We're in the pool for like two hours. I was like, bro. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I did it for two weeks and he goes, he goes, you coming in on Wednesday? And I go, <laughs> It's the worst. That sounds more like someone with a mental disability. <laughs> I have problems with it. I sound like, a, I sound like Stephen Hawking. You definitely sound like someone who doesn't know English that good. Not good. So anyways, he goes, you're coming on Wednesday. I won't do that accent again. And I was like, nah, I'm not, man. I'm sick of the fucking pool. He'd be in there for like two hours. He'd have these things. He'd just yeah. be in there doing this stuff. Well, he but. does a lot of jumping, which is really interesting. I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, well, you could generate maximum force like jumping in the water. And it's probably like real easy on the joints in it's comparison. E- it's easy on the joints, but um, I was listening to one expert talk about it. Um, actually, I think Lauren Landau was telling me this. He's a, a strength coach for the Denver Nug- or Denver Broncos now. He was saying it's good to mix in, but to do it every week all the time, especially in the sand or water, you're not getting the same explosiveness. You're not generating the same explosive power. So, so you should mix it up. Yeah, he goes, if you're just doing that, you're actually, it's actually going to make you less explosive. Wow. See those GSP, dudes. GSP like, begs the differ. Like Landau, but those dudes that are just <clears throat> on the cutting edge, they're constantly like comparing studies and just trying to get that little extra edge. And it is so interesting now. It's so like the world of strength and conditioning has never been like more complicated. Because there's no more bro science though. Also, because yeah. there's actual experts are like you can look it up now. Right. Like back in the day, my buddy like, dude, just eat fucking egg whites, which we know is a <laughs> terrible thing. Just eat egg whites and drink milk and get fucking swole. Yeah, everyone but you used to didn't know. Everyone had all sorts of weird fucking diets or just take this BSN NXO explode and you'd be jacked, bro. Yeah, there's so many variables <clears throat> still. There's still some some variables, but when it comes to like the guys that get paid big bucks to train top level athletes, they seem to all be kind of on the same page. Correct. Lauren Lando is one of my best friends. He's a lot been, of it plyometric stuff. A lot of plyometrics. They, yeah. they all usually they all agree on similar things. Like yeah. they might have this variation here, this mm-hmm. variation here, but most of them agree on the same fucking thing. Yeah, meat and potatoes. A lot no of one, meat potatoes. No one's saying you need <clears throat> to be powerlifting only, no. and no one's yeah, no one's doing anything stupid. A lot of them are saying you know doing like max reps and and multiple days and all this stuff. Like that's not the way to go anymore. No, like the meathead no. days are yeah, over. Yeah, it's over. But I say fuck that noise. I still do the meathead days. Yeah, I like it. Sometimes like whatever. It's fun to be Put a meathead. Put a little metallic on. <laughs> get those jean shorts out. <laughs> yeah, nice three hour workout. Faras was looking on. for Deca. Frost was giving us some insight into that, that like his philosophy on training. What did he say? It was the mo- most interesting thing he's he said. He's a smart, smart should, man. About as smart as people get. But one of the more interesting things that he said was that you should never feel sore. He's like, you should work out Come and on, you should build yourself up to the point where you never feel sore and never push yourself past your limit. You should never be like, ah, never. In, like, in, goes, in working out or do, training too. He was talking about training. He was talking about everything. Dude. He was talking about just do more, do more of it in a day. 
Interesting. Yeah, he was saying that if you do like sets, it, like do a set at like here. Here's a for instance. This is, I'm taking it out of context. This is his you, example. Yeah, it was like if you did um, a certain. Amount, I forget the numbers he was talking about, but if you did a certain amount of work, let's just to paraphrase, say if you do uh, 20 chin-ups, and you do two sets of 20 chin-ups, you like you barely can get 20, and you're burnt out afterwards, and you're wrecked. Or Instead of that, you're, you're doing 40 reps, right? Either way, do 40 of them throughout the day, but do it five reps at a time. But do the same amount of work. How, would, how would you ever recover. build stamina? It's a good question. But the idea being, well, I think it's a different thing. But the, the idea being like to get yourself into this position where you can train hard, especially with like physical fitness type stuff, shouldn't break your body down <clears> totally. You should just give your body enough of a chance to fully recover and then build up. I, I think we have to be a little careful with that because for us specializing in mixed martial arts where there's so many disciplines right. where you can't go balls to the wall in strength condition, you can't just break yourself with wrestling, you can't just right. go hard and sparring, you have to kind of monitor those things and figure it out. So yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of a bias thing. He's right. I think as far as it goes as mixed martial arts, Lauren Landau's been saying that forever because mm. I'd go super hard in the weight room. He's like, I'm telling you, tonight you have wrestling, you're going to be screwed, man. Right. You, you got to figure this out. You got to figure out this formula, man. That was a long time ago. Yeah, they think that <clears throat> doing weightlifting in lower reps more often is the way to do it. Yes. It's mm -hmm. fucking interesting, man. But when you're training for a fight, you're going to have to push yourself, right? If you're gonna, there's going to be certain things like whether it's hill sprints or whatever it is. I mean, you're going to push yourself to the limit. And I remember... It was, is Bisbing and GSB had the same concept in training with both of them. I remember Bisbing, he would go so hard in practice, like his his when he would warm up, his repetition, striking, uh, hitting mitts, wrestling, jujitsu, everything was super high pace. Right. Like I'm, this is where I get my cardio from. I'm doing the actual sport of it. I'm not going to go run fucking sprints. Right. I'm just going to do more wrestling rounds. And GSP was very similar. He'd go super hard in that aspect. Mm. Yeah, GSP was a wizard with that stuff, man. I mean, he was always at the cutting edge when it came to doing gymnastics. Remember, he was really into gymnastics. Did it with him. Me, Nate, Mark Hart, and him would do it together. So interesting. My big ass, I'd watch him do all these flips. Like, <laughs> all right, man, let me try this bullshit fucking cartwheel. And they're like, very good, man. It's good. You're getting better. You're getting better. Like, fuck you guys. Does anybody your size do that stuff? Uh, There's got to be I some I was the biggest dude. one in there for sure, and the rest were all eight-year-old girls who were just monsters. <laughs> and then Nate and GSP. I just look like this big Shrek character in there. Gymnastics is probably like the sport that gets dudes the most jacked. When you see like ring guys. They're tiny though. Right, but they're doesn't jacked. Count, but doesn't count. Doesn't, well, do you ever seen a skinny midget? You ever seen a skinny small person? Have you ever seen like a real thin you? small person? Just, I'm sorry, you? small person. Uh, they're all jacked. Are they? Yeah, they're all fat asses. They're all jacked as fat asses, bro. I don't think it's the same thing we're talking about here. I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> dude, I'm saying gymnasts, the smaller, I know, they're small I did, though, bro. I see so they're jacked. Mm -hmm. like, if, like if LeBron got in gymnastics, he's not going to be jacked. Well, what's the average size of uh, like Olympic gymnast? 5'3". Are they really tiny? Tiny, <clears> stocky, <throat> jacked. jacked. But, they, but they've also been lifting like that since like four months old. All I was getting at, <laughs> sorry, man. before your horrific, <laughs> no, I, I corrected said uh, small ableist people. rant. Uh, do you know what ableist is? That's no, the newest thing. No, what is Say, it? Say if you make fun of someone who has a disability, you're ableist, including stupid people. Tall gymnast is no oxymoron. Okay, the average height for adult male gymnasts is around five four to five seven. Jonathan Horton is listed as five one, five six, five eight, 
so five, the tallest one is my height, five eight. I mean, he's like the Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> <laughs> he's Who's like the tallest he's an outliest. Who's the tallest? This is like the tallest girl is like five two. Oh Jesus! So that makes sense. I and mean, then our stud. Does it say gymnastics stunts growth? Is that, is that really what they think? They yeah. start super young. It said that right below that there was an article. Does gymnastics stunt growth? Oh. Is that a real question? Oh, whether it stunts growth. Right. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Is it a real question? Wow. Let's see. Click it. Well, they say lifting young stunt your growth, right? I heard that, but how do they know that? They well, don't. I've been listening since why fourth, are grade. Gymna- <laughs> fourth grade. Why are gy- maybe you'd be fucking super giant if you did? I didn't. know. Maybe I should have been fucking playing Whether gymnastics, what does it say? Hold on a second. Uh, stunts growth explained. Hmm. I mean, I remember tall. Maybe they're drawn to it, you know? Maybe the short people are drawn to it. Makes sense. Well, for it's absolutely a myth, says U.S. Gymnastics. <laughs> Mm, scientific community isn't entirely sure, but the idea that gymnasts would have grown to be a foot taller if they had only hadn't spent the time on the parallel bars is absolutely a myth. The the best in the world is four eight. That's but Simon Biles mm. is four eight. Simone, Simone, it's a girl, bro, Simone. Don't misgender her. Her friends call her Simon. Son of a bitch. I just call her Sim. <laughs> Talking about Sim. Sim. Sim's four eight, bro. <laughs> See that recovery? <clears throat> That's a crazy sport, man. When like everything is like ready, set, go. It's all about doing it in one moment, right? Someone says go. You know, it's there, and then you have to nail it. And every but little you have a slip routine. of a foot, you have yeah, a routine. You, you just gotta fuck hit it. up at all. Game over. It's over. A little slip. All those months and will months. You, will you watch gymnastics? I'll watch a little bit. But you won't watch World Cup. I watch World Cup. How I'm just fucking you. with you. I'm just saying. Don't you understand? Man. Look, if you if I find out something you like, I'm gonna start mocking it. That's how we do. <laughs> That's how we do, bro. <laughs> That's how we do. I'm just gonna make. We're here sure. to make fun. This if you true. can't make fun of some shit that I like, man, I like a lot of dumb shit. You know? Too much dumb shit. You did bring back fanny packs, though. I brought them back strong. I don't Super give a fuck what anybody strong. says. Yeah, you're the, you're I won't the, get credit for it. You and Crow Cop, though. Let's be real. Let's, you well, got to give Crow Cop European. credit. It's less courageous. It, it is, because they've, they've been doing it forever over there. But they as far as U.S., go. as far as the U.S., it's me and Hulk Hogan. No, Hulk got rid of it a long time ago. Okay, well, I we, we crossed bridges. He had it, and I had it at the same time. He, he, just, was he like let it go a while ago. Relaying, you took when that did he let baton. it go? Yeah, I bet oh, he years didn't totally ago. let it go. No, that sex tape came and he said, fuck that. I bet he still got one. No, no way. I bet he does. Back in the day at Gold's, guys would have them. There'd be steroids in those. <gasps> they would shoot up with their little bag? Yeah, you could buy it off of them. Look at that. The no, see, you don't have one there. That's pretty recent. Those Poor guy. That guy had a, a shitload of back surgeries, man. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. What'd you expect was going to happen? He's coming though? back to wrestling. He is? I, think, I believe so. WWE? I, think I heard that, yeah. Probably for like WrestleMania appearance or something. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And Chuck Liddell and Tito are fighting. So what else you got? Ooh, what do you think of that? Not my cup of tea, but you know. You're going to watch it. The, I, for sure. Well, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. We might do a fight look, campaign for it. There's Some people say it shouldn't happen, right? Oh, no. I, I See, I don't think it shouldn't happen. I, I look at it more like if... Uh, see, I think if Chuck Liddell was still employee of the UFC, getting paid four hundred thousand dollars just to chill, or whatever he was doing for the UFC, he would not be fighting. I think it's more of a money play, which bums me out because I think Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz, what they did for the sport, should be compensated for the rest of their lives. I, yeah. It bums me out they have to fight to make money. That bums me out. I don't know if Tito does so much because he was very smart. Chuck, you know, it, it seems like maybe that's the what's going on there. But but he's, he also has been saying. Now you got to wonder what where this is coming from but he has been saying that he misses it and it's the, it was his favorite thing yeah, I miss playing and that baseball. he misses it 
Yeah, but it's different. Like, if if we're going to live forever, if we're going to live forever, I would say, yeah, definitely don't do it. Because you're just going to keep damaging yourself. If you're not going to live forever, well, and you're, what, let's how say, old let's is say Chuck he's gonna, now? He's 48. So let's say we're yeah. going to live to 100. Mm-hmm. Let's say Chuck lives to 100. I'm he's being, halfway there. I'm being friendly right now. Let's say he's hey, going to live to 100. You never know. Athletes don't live medicine. long, brother. Oh, I have another, what am I? I'm 35... 30 solid years left to me. So let's say Chuck is going to... Medicine's son. Science. New shit. I'm big, though. Great great Danes, bro. So let's say (laughs) he lives to 100. He's basically halfway there. Right. Dude, at the halfway mark, fighting, it's just... It can't be healthy, man. Like, imagine being 50 fighting, Joe. And you're the exception. You know, like, you're in phenomenal shape. Yeah, but I don't want to get hit. You don't get hit in the face. No. It's not going to be pretty. Not in the head, Especially if you had all those years of... Listen, th- I'm yeah. not hating on it. There's a market for it. Do your thing. I, to, like I said, to me, it's more of a sad story. Because, well, like, I think they should be compensated or, or, like, I want them to parlay their careers like a Michael Strahan or Kobe Bryant, you know, where there are legends and then they move on to do great things. I agree. But I also, if they wanted to compete, if it was because they wanted to compete, I, I wonder where it makes sense to tell them they can't or they shouldn't. Because if they want to do it, if they both want to do it, like if they had money and they're like, so what is it about it? Is it the motivation that bothers me? Like, what is it about a fight like that? Is the fa- I think it's the motivation. You cringe a little bit, right? Have a little bit because, <clears throat> see, I think Tito did better financially. You know, I think Tito's Tito did, fine. He did really well in Bellator. Mm-hmm. He might actually want this fight just to fight Chuck again. I think so. I think T- <clears throat> Tito's on a different trajectory correct yeah i mean he's been fighting and doing well over and the he last has a lot few of other years. businesses yeah. and you know yeah he's a, he's still a formidable guy yes. he's a beast now, tito's a big fella yeah yeah both, both great guys now i will say this everyone who's fighting in these older leagues or if they if golden boy if that's your thing to do like these this master league everyone fighting that league better Pray to the MMA gods, Vitor Belfort does not enter that fucking thing. Juice to the gills. Oh, he's have you going seen his tits to. lately? Yes, you better. Looks sh- amazing. Fantastic. I'm so happy with he him. He will wheel kick the <laughs> fuck out of all those old dudes at the same time. He really will, dude. I was looking at his Instagram the other yeah. day. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. There's something happens to Vitor <clears throat> when he fills up with super unleaded, dude. It, it's like. Peanut butter and jelly. He's a different. Let him do his roids, bro. Like some people don't 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 do well with roids. They get all red and shit. He looks great. His skin's vibrant. His tits are popping. (laughs) He's all tan. His teeth get whiter. He's doing straight testosterone. He's not. I mean, when he was on. See, think about this, right? We know for sure. We all know, absolutely one hundred percent, that people have cheated and taken steroids and got away with it. We know that. I know it. You know that. Especially in fighting, especially when the, the weigh-ins were the only day you had to pee. Yes. And there was no randoms. They didn't just come by. We know for a fact. But when you watch someone who's just doing testosterone and what else he's doing? With a human growth hormone. and like, He's fucking gigantic now. I love that. Vitor. I love it too. But what you get there, it's a different thing. Like... For Vitor, like something happens with him, like when you when they allowed him to take it, like during the Rockhold fight his and the Bisping went. fight, dude, his body ate it up. But that's a it's a kind of a different thing. 
because you're it's like it's above board <clears throat> let right me, let you're me letting him do it so he doesn't feel guilty about it you, True. you feel me he's still he's finding a way where it's still legal yeah when he was doing it yeah he was doing it legally he was doing it legally yeah. he, he got permission from the ufc to do it yeah. and the commission so but as much you want to say if you go back before he did it like uh did you see when he fought sexy yama yes Dude, his his body didn't look nothing no, like that. It looked no. like a welterweight, the, right? And everyone wants to go. They a lot of people go. Oh, he did steroids. What whatever sport? Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds. You take steroids, try hitting those fucking home runs. Everyone was doing it in yeah. fighting. A lot of people were doing. I'm not gonna say names. If so, when John Jones tested hot against DC, right? For whatever he tests hot for. If DC was doing the same stuff, would he have beat John? The answer is no. Well, it was a very close fight up until that head kick, right? It was a good fight. You don't, you really never know what could have happened. That's I'm just the saying, thing let's about say high level fighting, right? Correct. However, but however, that's what happened. So we have to judge it based on that. If they are taking the same stuff, whatever you want to say, John took. But if DC was saying, do you think the outcome would have been any different? My answer is no. If they were taking the same stuff, see, the the John thing. We've gone over this, but we probably should go over this again. If anybody doesn't know the actual the numbers, he tested negative. Then he tested positive for a, a minuscule amount, was really small. Mm -hmm. And then he tested negative again. Mm -hmm. So whatever happened, happened in a very short window, and it was an incredibly small amount of whatever that stuff was. Some call it microdosing. Yeah, it could be that, Maybe. right? We, don't, we that. don't know, really. Yeah. The, the thing about it is that stuff is supposed to stay in your system for a long time. It would be a stupid thing to take because supposedly it's in your system for weeks. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't we know. Don't, yeah. And also, the microdosing shit is real, folks. That's real. I mean, uh, that's true. what they were doing in baseball. They were taking testosterone gummy bears, and they would only last like three or four hours. And they your said body would metabolize they them. They said A-Rod would eat them during the games. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time the game was over, it's out of the system. Yeah. And, and baseball, gummy bears baseball, eating. that was testing baseball players was the dumb as shit but it was one of those weird american things like everybody's like oh, i don't want my fucking athletes cheating Dude. but if we had the russians attitude about this just be cool man <laughs> if i mean what is it like like how do the russians feel about like that documentary icarus where that guy came on and fuck, claimed right? that all the russian athletes were on steroids they don't even address it. like yeah no shit buddy anyways whatever let yeah, it go whatever we're bro get over it man kill a few whistleblowers over here don't yeah. mind us yeah come over here let me know how it works out for you yeah yeah um but i wonder but the stuff the stuff with steroids i think we put too much we almost put too much emphasis on the steroids where it, don't get me wrong it fucking helps and helps a lot of guys but if if everyone was on the same thing, John Jones would still be the greatest all time. He'd still be yeah. defeated. Right. Brock, Brock Lesnar would still be Brock Lesnar. I think Kane would still be Kane. Steve right. would still be. It, I, I think everything would be the exact same. I got I got to be serious here, man. I think you're right. If everybody was on, the results would be the same. If everybody was on, the problem is like some people like Vitor. Just it just his body loves it. He's made for. It. Yeah, his body's made for TRT replacement. It's crazy. It's a, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, good luck. Good luck. Good luck that dude. with that. Now that he's in the wild west of Brazil and he's looking for something. <laughs> on, on his Instagram, we talk on his Instagram. He finds his fan. He's like, "How long you been a fan?" He's all since yeah. the beginning, bro. And he's like, "You want to see me fighting?" He goes, "Yes." "Let's do it." Like, gives yes. him a wink. I'm like, "Yeah." Who's gonna sign up to fight that fucking monster? But here's the thing: How does he get out of his contract? Does the UFC still have him under contract, or did he retire? 
he retired, but that, but just because you retired, it, and I know because I retired, your contract isn't void; it's frozen. Mm. They're very smart. But it's Vitor Belfort. I highly doubt all he's done for the UFC. I guarantee you can talk to they all, let, him, <clears throat> let him go. Dana maybe. would let him go. I'd assume. Yeah, that would be nice if they did. The scary thing about Chuck <clears throat> is Dana, who's obviously very close with Chuck for a long time. I don't know if they're so close anymore. Dana, and this is Dana going, says, I don't think he should be fighting. Like, I don't want to see him fight again. I sure as fuck wouldn't let him fight here. I hope he stops. And when someone close to the situation says that, I'm like, oh, God. But he's going to do what he's going to do. Chuck versus Vitor was one of the first fights I ever called. Completed his contract with the UFC last month in a loss to Leota Machida. But it doesn't mean he's retiring. The phenom took to social media to hint to return, ask fans who they would like to see him fight next. Oh, he's good then. That, that As means- usual, Fritor, though, his choices were a bit curious. Who's he asking to fight? Vandalay? He asked the fans, so he said Vandalay, Chuck, Tito, Bisbing, or Hendo. Well, Hendo and Bisbing's not happening. Chuck, Tito, or Vandalay. Hmm. You, you tell me you wouldn't watch Vandalay, Vitor, and I would Bellator? watch that. I would watch that. What if, so imagine if Tito and Chuck fight, and Chuck wins. Chuck wants to fight again. He wants to fight Vitor again. He uh, beat Vitor in I UFC would, 37 and a half. And now, it's like we're back to the future. Yeah. I would text Chuck, like, please don't fight Vitor. He's a fucking, I, f- I feel like it's different with Vitor. What if, but wait a minute, we don't know. Chuck was clean. How about get Chuck on the super sauce? <laughs> the ultimate on, ice man. Son. Stop That's true. fucking around. Stop fucking You're around. You're 48 bro. years old, That's son. True. You can't be eating mangoes and dates and fucking almond butter and think you're going to compete That's true. with a sauced up Vitor. I didn't even think of that. Come on, golden boy. Yeah, you get that fucking. Yeah, you can't fuck with any legitimate organizations. No, all why these, would you? All these organizations that want to sneak up on you in the middle of the night and test oh, your pee. No, play. Nah, come on, Golden Snitch, take a break. Yeah. How about how about uh, there's guys like you know Josh Barnett and even Le- Leoto said this. He goes with signing with the UFC because of USADA, and obviously they've all been busted previously, so they have a little different you know yeah. agreement with them. But they're saying, listen, well, Josh Barnett was not busted by Nowitzki, right? They, it came out, he never took anything, but he lost a year of his career. Yeah, I don't understand the Josh Barnett case. I'd like to have him explain it, because it sounds like, what I've read sounds like he got fucked. No, he did. No, he, they even, they even Tell admitted me what you it. know. They that, admit it? They, they, they know for a fact he did not, right? Like, he, they, they came out that same thing, like, they've had other guys, right? Like, the, the, the Dirty Bird, what's his name? Tim Means. Tim Means, they came out that... Are bad over the you, counter. You, yeah, you didn't take anything. Some, yeah, it's all good, right? You took like some protein powder that was, that was slightly contaminated, and that came out as true. And with Josh Barnett, it took a year to figure this out, and then they go, "My bad, bro." Yeah, yeah, I know you missed a year in your you know older fighter. And it's a year of not getting paid. My bad. You're back. You're welcome back now. And Barnett's going, "Fuck this, man. I'm out." Is that really what they did? I promise you, that's what they did. See, that have, seems have, to you, me to be a, a case where you've made an error that should be you should compensate that fight that's what i'm saying he should yeah. be fully compensated he should you can't went. force a guy if you made the mistake that's that's like uh i mean i'm not a business person but if i was a business person i'd be like well this is a clear case of someone owing someone money because you fucked up but what what the you saw is going to say is it was an investigation it took us that long to figure to get to the bottom of it that's the process. That's yeah, how but long they it took. were wrong, right? So if they were wrong, so all their investigation stuff <clears throat> they did that took so long to get to the bottom of, you accused a guy who's innocent, right? But, yeah, but see, don't they say works? they say potentially flagged for PDs, right? They mm. don't say what you're flagged for, and then it goes an investigation. 
But they're not. They they don't say he was he suspended or he t- tested positive for this. They say potentially flagged, and then there's an investigation. Then it took a year to figure that out. I think that they the USADA like especially uh, under the whatever guidelines that they had coming in here had a lot to work with. Right? There's a lot of fighters. You got to figure out who's. You got to test this one more. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's, I mean, it must be crazy. It must be a nightmare. I'm not saying it's an easy job. I, I, I think it's too much. It's a very hard job. I and think, I think it's it too is much. too much too. There's 500 <clears throat> fighters on roster, but a legend like Josh Barnett. He deserves respect. That's uh, the youngest ever heavyweight champion. Agree, Joan. He's one of my favorite fighters, and he's probably one of the smartest men to ever grace the octagon. He's such very, a smart very dude. Very smart. And guy. I, I love Josh Barnett. However, if you're Nowitzki and you look at the history of Josh Barnett, there's a reason to have skeptical golden snitch eyes on him because right. he's tested positive previously. Right. That's what's going on. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a track record, <clears throat> like, yeah. like, I'm going to test over him a tad more, Vitor, a tad more than Steve A. How or DC. You. How dare you? Like, I just look at DC and be like, no, nah, you're good. Dude, Don't, how about you're fucking good. super unleaded DC? DC's 40 DC? years old, son. DC's 40 years old on the natch with just some powerful fucking Herculean genetics. Just to fucking... Get him on that super sauce, kid. Bro. Get him on that Vitor shit that gives you veins in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> veins in your ears, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, Vitor, you... dude, when he was... There was a time when Vitor was... Uh, they were, had to face off with him and Rockhold. And you, you look at Vitor, like how it was when he was doing the mohawk Dude, thing. Dude, it looked like he had a stingray hanging off the back of his <laughs> neck. It looked like a fucking stingray was back there. His traps were like this. He looked so scary, dude. And this is even at the weigh-ins, man. This was when the weigh-ins were the real weigh-ins. Yes. Rockhold told to, me, yeah. he goes, he looked right at him. He's like, what the fuck is this it guy just on? Windstraw coming out of his eyeballs. <laughs> was, just fucking tears just, of Winstrol. It was just testosterone. It was yeah, just whatever, whatever they let bro. him take. You, you think know, he was on other things, too? Oh, my God. I don't know what he was on. It's hard to tell from that picture because he's an actual 185 right there. One he's my very, very though. deflated. <clears throat> it's amazing the difference between some guys, like when they weigh in, like Yoel. When he weighs in at 185, he still looks super ridiculous, uber jacked at 185. You can't believe he only weighs 185 when he gets on the scale. Rock but, then, too. but then he fucking whoop! I mean, he just puts all that meat back on. Your boy, your boy uh, Whitaker was like, that motherfucker's... Yeah, Did you hear his interview. He's like, mm. he said it was magic. He's like, it's magic. See that man go from that to that. And he goes, and honestly, find him before, and he's aging. And this time, yeah. he's even harder. He's like, something's up there, son. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Maybe, but you know what else? Maybe, maybe crazy Cuban genetics. I think that shit's could real. be crazy. There's Cuban no, genetics. But he, how much more impressive? Whether whatever yeah. he's on. Let's say he is on something. Whitaker beat him twice. Yeah. There should not be a third fight. I don't think this decision was just in the second fight. No, nah, you're th- crazy. Brother. I think there should have been ten eights. No, I, I think if under anything, the new rules, I, I think it should have been a draw. Then I don't think Yoel won that fight. If any, if you're going to give Yoel a ten eight, then that's a draw. Yeah, a draw on fight, and I don't yeah. think they give draws out enough. I don't a draw think they fine, do either because then they're forced to have that trilogy that's what I'm fight. Saying. That yeah. I'm fine with. I didn't think that a decision. I thought like there's too many moments in the fight where Yoel hurt Whitaker, mm-hmm. like really hurt him. Mm-hmm. There was no moments in the fight where Whitaker really hurt Yoel, like really hurt him, like had him in deep trouble. There, there was, was one with that head kick, the wobble him a little bit. Yeah, right? but I think man, it was that's the, third the, what, the head kick was when, that, I don't think that even fucking did much. It wobbled his legs a tad. A little bit. But if you go round by round, watch that fight a bunch, I think 
Zach I, was a good. That was like a, he landed with the foot, right? Like right it, in the it, face, in, it, top of the head. Yeah, but also like you go round by round. I just stylistically, I had Whitaker winning three two. And I went, all right, let's say I gave you all when he fucked him up. That mm-hmm. I think it was a fourth or fifth. I, was, I think it was both rounds. He had yeah, him in trouble. But I, I gave one a ten nine to you all, and then if you give a ten eight, you it would still be a draw, right? Which I'm fine with. Which makes more sense to me. But I, it's I, just I, I people have a hard time with decisions when the guy at the end of the fight is fucking the guy up. Now, obviously, this is coming from someone who's a professional commentator, so I understand this is a ridiculous argument. But the ridiculous argument is, if we're going to judge what a fight is, we all know if you're watching a fight fight, right? If you and I are in a fight and you're on top of me beating the <clears> shit <throat> out of me in the last few seconds when the cops come in, that doesn't matter. If I if I ran around this room and kicked your legs yeah. for the first two minutes and then you got on top of me and were beating the fuck out of me for the last twenty seconds when you, the cops came, you're talking prison rules. You son. won the fight. Yeah, no, right? You won the fight in but the street. But that's a fight. But as a professional sport, I understand. But this is a professional sport that's kind of a fight. It's yeah, not but that's it matter match. though. So in boxing, if I win the f- first eight rounds, right, and then you're whooping my ass nine, ten, eleven, twelve, Here those first right eight, what do we do? There it is. It's a good. No, it's a real good point, dude. It's a real good point. But the the idea is, see, that didn't hardly oh, do bro, anything. Oh, bro, he was on wobble. He was already Street. tired, dude. Look how wobbly he is already there. How about the kicks by fucking Whitaker? Whitaker is so good, dude. And he, the fact that he fought that fight, most of it with a fucking <clears throat> broken hand. Broken he broke hand. his he beat hand him with the one first hand. round. He beat yeah. him with one leg the first fight. Come yep. on. No, he's phenomenal. You know, he's he the, threw that hand too. Even when, oh, he got no, he was again. in trouble for sure. A couple times. I, I had one round of ten eight. So oh, that'd dude, be a draw. That, see this right here. This is a ten eight, man. This is a 10-8. Again, even if you give a 10-8, it still it should be a draw then. You, but he, would, he wouldn't win the fight. Okay. It, what, I say I'm with you guys, on a draw. Two guys are fighting. It's a close round, but one guy drops the round, drops him and has him hurt. Like Everything up into that moment is close. I think that's still a 10-8. Geez, damn, you're tossing 10-8s out. I think 10-8s, it's got to be the difference is someone almost got finished. This is an almost got finished moment. The legs go, the person falls, the guy gets on top, oh, starts man. pounding him. See, I don't have a problem with 10 9 that. I think it has to be a clear fucking bully beatdown for a 10 8. Round. I think that should be a 10 7. I think we should make this shit make 10, sense. 10 7 game? I mean, fuck yeah. it. Why even fight any? 10 7. If you're you gotta up 10 7, someone. like, fuck, you gotta sakes, stop someone. Bro. I really feel like this, this scorecard, this, this 10 point must system is silly. The whole thing's silly. Silly. The, 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 the judging, but the, the, the silliness. Whole thing's silly. Yeah, you're right. We've been, we've kicked yeah. that fucking horse. But the the numbers, like, why do we need ten points? Just because boxing always had ten points? They're, they're only using their hands. They're not even using their elbows. You know, just think about all the different things. Like, how what's worth more? Is a jab worth more than an elbow? Oh, there's what, all yeah. Yeah, what's worth more? A, a guillotine choke that you get out of? How much how many points do you get for that? We've got to figure that out, man. But but it's also predicated off styles too. Because mm-hmm. what happens if let's say I'm Brian Ortega? Let's take Brian right. Ortega, Max Holloway, and Max Holloway on the feet jabbing, good distance control, and Brian really can't get it going. But then he pulls guard, mm-hmm. he pulls guard, and he's fucking throwing armbar, triangle, leg lock, and Max is kind of defending, but he's in trouble. Yeah, they're not giving that to Brian down there. Right, they don't know shit about they don't the know ground shit game. About that. They look no. at Max on top and go, "Well, when he was on the feet, he landed more jabs. Let's give it to uh, fucking Max." Yeah, there's moments where a regular guy is on his back and they're right. Like Correct. a guy Different. who doesn't have a good guard or a guy who just ha- tries to hang on until the referee pulls him off. But then there's some dudes who have their guard is like the scariest place to be. You, you got you to gotta know what you're dealing with. You got you to gotta yeah. know the premises. You Do you know. remember that kid Paul Sass? Fuck yeah. Won so many fights by triangle, yeah. man. It was ridiculous. ridiculous. You'd see that guy fight off of his back and be like, whoa, yep. he's moving quick. 
He was closing shit up quick. Dudes didn't know what the fuck was happening. All of a sudden, they're jacked and triangled. Dude, how about that Max Holloway Brian Ortega fight? That's a great greatest fight. fight at forty five since Connor. Yeah. and Aldo. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's such a, a dangerous fight for Max. It's a dangerous fight for both guys. I mean, this is the first. Well, for Ortega, it's not his first time in world class territory, right? He had Cub and he had Frankie. He won both of them in spectacular fashion. I think finish Frankie. Never the, been done before. Never been done before. But the crazy thing I thought. Just as crazy, maybe more crazy, was the way he finished Cub. He almost got Cub in the first round. Cub is a real Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Freak. And I know that Max finished Cub as well, but mm -hmm. Cub was hurt in that fight. I think he had either a broken jaw or... Had... Yeah, he went into the fight injured, yeah? Something was fucked something, up. I remember that. And something went real bad during the fight. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you know, all credit to Max. He, he did finish him. But it was the way... When they went to the ground, Ortega locked up that Darce at the end of the first round. I was like, Jesus, this is tight. It was, this was tight, man. When they went to the ground and they were, when it was, when he was cinching it up and then the buzzer went off. Five I was more like, seconds, that fight's yeah, over. Yeah, that fight's over. That's fight, that was a tight fucking. And then he did the exact the, same thing again. Yep, he went, yeah. oh, cool, cool. He just knew he could do cool. it. The thing is, <clears throat> his jujitsu is at such a fucking high level. He's so dangerous. You can't really train for it either. Like just just being in the room with Ortega, it's like you've seen triangles, you've seen arm bars. The way he sets up, and it's so explosive. And the angles he hits, you can't bring anyone in to to duplicate that. It's amazing. It, it's so different. And what's crazy about Brian is his story. Like he's a guy who's not going to go in there and talk shit. He comes from a super humble background, and his. His demeanor inside that octagon, when even earlier in his UFC career, when the the it was not going well for him, and he found some way to he's finished all fighters, so he found some way to get it done. And he, I think it comes from gr growing up in that rough background, man. Like, yeah, it doesn't fluster him. He's like, I just I need something. He never gives up. He's like, hey, something's gonna come. Something's gonna come. And I think that's huge in this Max Holloway fight because Max distant control is fucking second to none, man. It's going to be tough for Brian to get in there. Mm -hmm. but I think once Brian can get an underhook, I think we're going to see him jump to half guard, something like that. It, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see if Brian can turn into a jiu-jitsu match. But the thing about Brian is he's so comfortable with his hands, man. He's getting more comfortable yeah. for sure. And doesn't, train, doesn't have like a super team. Yeah, he's amazing. But Max Holloway, dude, when I saw the second fight with – Aldo. The second fight with Aldo. There were some moments in that fight where I was like, Jesus. Oh, he's one of my favorite fighters. This dude's on another level. I know. But he was overwhelming Aldo. Like, he went into that fight, you know, and the, basically when they announced the, this is where his phrase, uh, where it started to hit me, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. What it is. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. That was his attitude yeah. to go fight an absolute future Hall of Famer who was thought to be the greatest featherweight of all time, a guy who, you know, think about some of his spectacular KOs of Chad Mendez. I and I mean, he was a monster when he was young. So How about the when the, the Cub Swanson flying knee dude, in WEC? What? Dude, he was a beast. And for More him to comment, go into that yeah. fight and be like, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. The fuck's that mean? And he just smashed him. Just How, well, smashed him. Well, how about him. he was going to fight fucking uh, Khabib? Oh, yeah. And he would have, if they'd ref, if the commission would pull him, him off. Yeah, if the commission did pull him off the weight cut, he would have fought Khabib on like how many days' notice? What was that? Eight days? Yeah. Something eight days? Like that. Something, something fucking ridiculous. crazy. That's how much something. of a badass he is. Super short notice. I, I also think the, the reason why I love this fight and it's so good for the UFC, especially just for the both of them, is Max and Brian are going to fight multiple times. This, I, think I, think, so? I, I think this is going to become a cool rivalry wow. where you're going to see him go from 45. Whoever wins this, I don't really care who. I love both those men. I fucking love both those guys. 
Whoever wins, I think eventually they're both huge for the weight class. And Max is younger than Brian. They're going to go to 55. Mm-hmm. He, even Max's team goes, he, he should be a 55er. He's fucking huge for 45. Well, you think about how much weight he had to lose to get to 55. I know. He, they pulled him off the weight cut to 55, which is crazy. 55, there's some yeah. fight for him. But I think, and this is great for fighters, man, like with, with Aldo. He was never that big until Connor came, right? And there's this right. rivalry. DC, John Jones. Nate Diaz, oh, yeah. like there's there, these rivals, Misha, Misha, uh, Ronda. Ronda, there's yeah. all, you know, Holly Ronda, there's all mm-hmm. this stuff starting to happen and then people fucking tune in. So I think for Brian and Max, they don't need to talk any shit. They just keep being humble. Their skills speak for themselves, but they people want to tune in for that. And you're yeah. going to get a bunch of fights out of these guys, man. And I, I think I fucking, you're probably right. I'm, I'm, my dick's hard about Woo! it. I know, I love it, man. I get goosebumps talking about those fucking two. Yeah, they're pretty badass. It's nice to see uh, just any time you have a guy who's defending his title and you have a guy who you legitimately think could be a champion. And you see, look, you look at the two of them. Like, I look at that fight and I go, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. It just depends. If, if Max makes one mistake, Brian capitalized on it. Brian's so dangerous. So dangerous. Also, what's interesting to me is... When I first met Brian years ago, and he was in the gym, remember, he was mopping mats and just doing his thing, and Henner would bring him on the road. He even goes on the road now with Henner, and they teach cops their, their tactical stuff, and wow. they do these seminars, and he was like Henner's little guy. Wow. And I always took him serious, because jiu-jitsu was ridiculous, and he would train with me and all the stuff, but I never thought best in the world. You know, I've never, like, <laughs> you know, never, ever. I know, I'm like, what's you up, knew him. Yeah, I'm like, what's up, man? And, and I yeah. see him, when, when they told me, because I corned him for a fight, and then um, they go, dude, UFC's coming, calling around. I go, not yet. Uh, you know, I'm cautious, Larry. I'm like, no, 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 please. He has to work on stand-up. Don't fucking let him do it, man. And then Henry's like, dude, he wants to do it. And then fucking, I was way off. That motherfucker. He got good with his hands <laughs> fucking quick. fast. He steps up to the level of competition, man. Well, he definitely does. But it's also, he's so good at jujitsu that he just took whatever that focus is that got him so good at jujitsu and applied it to striking. And now he's, a, he's just a winner. He knows how to win. You know what I mean? He knows how to put shit together. When he landed that uppercut on Frankie, and I was like, Jesus. Vicious. Like, it, Frankie's a hard guy to fucking hit clean. What? Impossible. Yeah. Unless you're Gray Maynard. Yeah, it's I a mean, fucking nightmare. Well, and even Gray Maynard, he came back and won that fight. Which was right? insane. Which is insane. Draw in the first fight, KOs him insane. in the second fight. Those insane. fights were fucking chaos, man. Some of the best. But the fact that Ortega took him out, I mean, some people say, well, maybe Frankie's at the end of his rope. He's in, you know, he's in his deep into his 30s now what is he 36 something like that right 36 34 either way though it's frankie edgar either way it's frankie edgar yeah and then he went on to beat cub swanson what like four weeks later yeah. or some shit he's like no i'll do yeah. that in new jersey yeah 36, 36. yeah go. just phenomenal conditioning dude and then also on this card you got dc fucking stipe to, to me it's like the first real like we're in the super fight era to me this is like the first real real super fight like gsp bisming i was like that's cool. That's a thick-ass GSP, I guess. That's super fight. But DC Stipe is a fucking real super fight, man. That's a real super fight. I love it, man. You know what I'm looking to almost, looking forward to almost as much? Uh, F- Francis, Black Beast. That's right, son. Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou. Woo! I know everyone thinks to me a first-round knockout, and they're just going to throw caution in the wind. I think Derek Lewis double-legs him, either in the first round or second round, and beats him uh, via TKO. Really? Yeah. Damn, how good is Der- Derek's wrestling? I mean, he's an explosive dude, and he used to play football, you know? I, I wow. See, I, I think people are making a mistake going, oh, Derek's just going to go in there, France's going to go in there, fucking plant their feet and just fucking chuck the bombs. I think you're wrong, man. I think, you're, I think people think that are wrong. I think wow. Der- Derek's going to mix it up. 
if he's smart, I, I just, I, I think what I would do if I was them and, and what Derek in his background and Francis working on stuff, I think Derek's going to shoot. The wow. crowd, the crowd's gonna boo, but Derek's gonna shoot, and then his ground pound is fucking nasty. I don't know if the crowd nasty. will boo. If it's a good crowd, a crowd that understands the danger of Francis on his back and Derek on top, Derek with big KO power, stop Travis Brown. I bet they might be thinking, "Oh shit, this is gonna get crazy." Hopefully, because it's not like if Derek takes you down, he's just gonna hold on to you. He's yeah, gonna he's try not to kill submit you. you. No, he's gonna punch you with he's the, gonna try right to in the fucking you. face. That Travis Brown key, TKO or a KO rather was, was ruthless. It's one of the worst ones. Bisping, ruthless. Dan Hendo, and then that one yeah. for me. It's like. You don't want to see that replay. Yeah, that was a rough one. That was a tough one. And uh, and Ganu, man, you got to get to him first. The thing about getting to him is you're running into hammers. You got to get to you him. You got to get to him. You're running or you just got to kind of stay back, and then the cardio gets to him. Well, we only saw him tired once, but it was a big one. We've only seen him out of the first round once, right? Yeah. Stipe figured it out. He just, he just. That's also Stipe. Like, we're giving. Right, I give right. friends a lot of shit, but that's fucking Stipe. He's the, the, the most, com, you know, accomplished heavyweight of all time. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at him, his accomplishments. You look at the guys that he stopped and the guys he defended his title. Like, right, stopped Fabricio, wins the title, stops Alistair, stops Junior Dos Santos. I mean. The only reason why Stipe doesn't get enough credit as he should is because all these guys are a step past their prime, right? Like, to me. Yeah. The. And I don't. I love Steve. To me, what's more impressive when Kane beat JDS? That was prime JDS, who was yep. a motherfucker, motherfucker. And Kane put his fucking head right in the middle of his chest and did work after getting knocked out in the first round that on was Fox insane. in the biggest fight in MMA history. That was insane, man. insane, insane. Like that. That to me, that's a little more impressive than what when what when Steve beat JDS because that's JDS after. An ass whooping by Kane. Rounds. It is which more was impressive. But ten you know rounds of an ass whooping, basically. What's almost as impressive is surviving that first round against Francis. I don't know who would have Agreed. survived. There's not a lot of guys that would have survived that round the way Stipe did. DC. DC, man, I wonder. He ate that fucking punch from Anthony Rumble oh, Johnson. Yeah. How about that kick? And popped the fuck back up. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But John KO'd him. Well, yeah, it's John Jones. Yeah. John Jones beats everyone we're talking about. But... Maybe. See, the thing about Francis, I'm very curious how, to see what he looks like. You. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm very curious to see what, what he looks like in this next fight. Because we're going to find a lot about whether or not he's able to correct mistakes, whether his conditioning is just one of those things with all that fast twitch muscle fiber, whether he's not going to be able to go five rounds hard. I don't think he's going to turn into fucking Nate Diaz no. you know, or something like that. I, I think it might be a tad better. The, the way he can get better is not using all his energy on power right. punches like right. so maybe it's more of a experience thing mm -hmm. but with Derek lewis he also pedal to the metal and hits hard as fuck too he does and he's been in you know he's been in some serious trouble that travis yeah. brown fight mm -hmm. like he was in serious fucking trouble yeah. man yeah he's uh he's a warrior for sure i mean that guy he's been in some crazy ass fucking fights crazy fights he's dangerous both are super yeah. dangerous and, I mean, he wants that fight, too. Derek Lewis is asking for that they fight. They both wanted it. Yeah. They both wanted that fight. This um, is going to be crazy. Super crazy. I, th I think the craziest thing on the card to me is how many people are riding off DC. He's the underdog against Tipe. Yeah. I have DC beating him, man. Do you? Yeah, I know you hate picks, but when I, when I break down the fight... I look at what that terrible picture makes Stipe look super small and fucking DC look giant. Yeah, that's look crazy. Look how small Stipe looks. DC looks like he's 
like a fucking gigantic. He looks person. like Brock Lesnar. Stipe yeah. looks like TJ Dillashaw. Like what are they doing? What the fuck, Stipe bro? looks like a, a bantamweight. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, one says seventy six inches, one is seventy one inches. That, none yeah. of that bothers me, man. Like the the reach, the height, because DC's dealt with that his entire career. Gustafin, mm-hmm. John Jones, those guys had even bigger reaches. I think also one thing to take into consideration: Stipe doesn't throw a lot of kicks. He's not a big kicker. Bingo, he's, sir. Yeah, he's more of a boxer, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's. DC is also going to be able to get under him easier mm-hmm. than any guy's ever fought before. I mean, DC's what five eleven? Mm-hmm. Is he about five eleven? If that, yeah. He, you know, he's gonna and he fucking he has top of the food chain wrestling man. Remember what he did to Henderson, dude, and Barnett, Barnett. launched Barnett him in the air, that launched him in the air, fucking slammed rude. him. Rude yeah. to Barnett's a big fella. Yeah, and can grapple his fucking ass. He can grapple his fucking ass off, and DC took him for a ride, son. But, but the Henderson fight was the most impressive to me. <clears throat> Because Henderson, even though he's smaller than DC, he's a fucking stud, and he was an Olympic silver medalist I himself. Know, and DC just ragged, dolled him. See, and and people go, I see some people discredit DC a little bit when they go, when he won the Grand Prix in, in Strike Force, that was a different time. Those heavyweights were older, and you know those the the games evolved. When I look at Stipe, I'm like, heavyweights haven't really evolved that much, man. You don't see a guy throwing a lot of kicks and mixing up wrestling and jujitsu. Like you look at Stipe's game, it's Boxing or wrestling? Yeah. That's very similar to what DC's used to beating. So the times when he's in trouble is a guy like John Jones who fucking mixes up and he's a fucking nightmare. But when you're just when you're just boxing, that's what I'm saying. When you're when DC goes in a fight and you're just boxing or wrestling, DC's his the reason why DC's gonna go down as one of the greatest of all time is his mental game, bro. He's Mm. so fucking his his fucking fight IQ's crazy. Yeah. He's tough as shit. And you know the like if you look, uh, who else does it the way John does? Where they they're really good at everything. They win by submission. They win by knockout. They win by you know Mighty Mouse. You'd have to go yeah. all. You have to go to a lighter weight. Those are the two, right? Because even Kane, Kane would do Muay Thai, and Kane would for sure wrestle and ground and pound, but he never really submitted anybody. No, Kane's thing was wrestling. Just smash you. Yes, smash. Yeah. Outwork and then, you. Yeah, outwork you. Get you to get you exhausted to the point where you didn't. You never even <clears throat> believed you could be that. Embrace tired. the grind. Yeah, which DC has been training with Kane Forever. for this fight. Yeah, and and who is Kane back now? Is he hundred percent training? Him. Yeah, he's helping him. Wow. So so when I look at that, I go, all right, a, a Kane style is almost identical to fucking Stipe's, but Stipe has a little more power. Yeah. As far as cardio, wrestling, yeah. Kane's better at those things, man. Well, Kane was better than anybody that ever lived for like two years. There was Nightmare. A, yeah, there was a moment. I mean, and he just got injured so many times. There were so many injuries with him. But like when you look at what he was able to do with real fucking tough guys, just break them down. Ridiculous, real tough man. guys. But, you know, he's had shoulder surgery, back surgery, knee surgery. I mean, after a while, everything was just given out because of the force of his will and his workouts are so fucking tough. Those guys at AKA, you know, like Dana was giving them a hard time at one point in time saying something about, you know, that they, they're always getting hurt. But they that, win. that's what, how you get killers like Kane. To get a guy that's got that kind of mind, he's used to being in that horrible misery of trying to break someone. He's used to it. Does it all the time. So does DC. They all do it all the time. And then DC went, I'll go there and yeah. train. And remember, DC, before he went there, he trained with us in Denver. He didn't. He wasn't that good. You know, obviously his wrestling was ridiculous, but he moved there and then he just followed suit. Then yeah. you got John Fitch. You got mm-hmm. Koscheck. You got fucking Khabib. Khabib. Got, 
You got Luke all, Rockhold. Yeah, man. When Rockhold gets people on the ground, smashes them. When he got Weidman on the ground, Weidman was stuck under a building. Dude. Same thing with Leota Machida. You, you look at him and you go, David oh, Branch. David Branch, same Black thing. Belt. Gets you down and his fucking top game is just murderous. Oh, dude, I, I it's, heard, he's, it's because of who he's training with. He's I training agree. with those guys. I, I have friends who, who were watching him train down in Florida and they were just saying his his jujitsu. They wouldn't give me names. They said world class jujitsu guys. He's fucking up rolling, like just yeah. destroying. No, he's, he's a, a freak, nightmare. Man. He's a freak athlete. He's strong and he's long. He's got like long leverage, but he's also got physical strength. He was supposed to fight Gustafson until he hurt his leg. What happened to his official. leg? Uh, he got a huge gash in it. He had staples. I think he posted it. it looked Damn, fucking terrible. That would be but an not, interesting not thing. Gustafson, Gustafson, Volkan, Vozdemir. No yeah. time, no time, son. So you think Stipe and DC goes to DC by decision? Yep. Think he out wrestles him? I just think he outworks him. I think he outworks him, and I don't think it's a classic fight. I just think hopefully more people appreciate DC after this. I, I look at mm. both of them; they both have to embrace the grind thing. As as and as long as DC can avoid that big power punch early on, he's gonna be fine. And he's so smart, man. Well, I definitely think he's really smart, but I also think that Stipe is a really good striker, and he's a bigger guy, and he's got a long reach, and he's probably one of the best heavyweight strikers that DC's ever fought. He's got real one-punch knockout power at heavyweight. He mm -hmm. throws clean shots. He doesn't have any fat in his punches. He'll stand here like this and drop Has one a in chin on too. you. He's he got a, his best shots. He's got a chin. He's tough as fuck. He no. loves being champion. I agree. You know, he might he might have a lot to prove here. And, you know, he doesn't throw a lot of kicks, but it doesn't mean he can't. He can throw them if he wants to. If he thinks that's part of the strategy and he wants to throw head kicks. I mean, he, It'd be I, cool to see. Have I you seen I him kick? Yeah, I have. He can kick. He can kick. It's a, it's a difference between kicking and practice and pulling off against a world-class guy like DC. He's a big but guy, But DC too, has man. tendencies, man. And that, yes. that's, where John, that's why John Jones goes, I'm going to knock him out by head kick. Because yeah. if you look at the video, DC's here. He's, mm -hmm. he, he's down there, man. He's susceptible to it. So that's why yeah. he sees it. But did if you're John, Stipe, did John fake a right hand and then throw that left high kick? He was setting it up. He was throwing to the body, throwing mm -hmm. the body, yeah, and then threw it out. And then you see DC go over and then just mm -hmm. whack. Yeah. And Let's it, see if you can find that clip of John Jones KOing DC. Here it is. Powerful Jamie. Oh, man, just landed it perfect. Let me see that one more time. Yeah. You, you know what's interesting about oh, right, this? Let go, back, go back to, sorry, go back to the beginning. Watch this. How the fuck does one have to do Dude, that was views? beautiful. The way he did that. that God, was, I hope John comes back. It was beautiful. There was like no fat in that at all, man. It was beautiful. So boom, amazing. Boom, boom. Think how good DC is and for him to do that. Amazing. Ridiculous. Just smashed him, dude. Look at this. So ridiculous. Damn. He it, took a couple extra shots there that he didn't need to take. Well, there's a lot of bad Damn, blood there. Now they're even going back at it on Twitter. But have John you, Jones. Here, here, here's the perfect case scenario. If, if you're, you know, if you're Scrooge McDuck and you're sitting down and you're looking at the UFC roadmap, you're like, we love Stipe. He's been a great champion. But if they could plan it like you're fucking Vince McMahon in WWE, you want DC to win and then John to come back. And at heavyweight, you have DC, John Jones fighting for a world title at heavyweight. And they have Brock going, I got next. Waiting in the back going, I got next. Q, 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 ratings, 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 mm. ratings, ratings. Go and snitch, take a hike. I like it. Let's let that sink in. Another one is, what if John suspension lasts longer than we think? We don't even, we're assuming that John's going to get a suspension that he's going to be able to come back fairly soon. Don't be the no fun, please. Well, what if Brock comes in? 
and Brock fights the winner of DC and Stipe. Let's just say DC wins. I'll take it. Okay, and DC DC could beat Brock. That's an interesting fight. DC versus Brock's an interesting fight. It's a great fight. Brock's got hands as big as his table. He's fucking, <laughs> and he can wrestle his ass off. <laughs> he can wrestle his ass off. The question is, he, can he do it clean at his age? Because he took like 12 Which, different tests. What's this clean talk, clean, bro? Clean, we'll bro. figure clean. it out. I don't Just know, like the will. last one. I think the UFC wants to make that paper. You got to tell Usada to scram. For like, Get dude, out come of the picture on, this for one this fight. One. <laughs> go, hey, take, go grab a cup of coffee. <laughs> It's Brock I mean, and John. Go but, grab a fucking cup of but coffee. But here's the thing: Nowitzki. no one's no one's gonna ever let that happen. This is we're talking trash. This is nonsense talk. You're crazy if you think you saw it as all clean like the U.S. government or some <gasps> shit. What are you saying? First of all, you think the U.S. government is clean? I'll call Eddie Bravo right That's now. That's what I'm saying. On his way over That's here. what I'm saying. <laughs> USADA's like the government, son. Everything ain't fucking done uh, by the books. If I'm Dana, mm, I'm like, yeah, open up your glove compartment box. Yeah, man. You keep that. And you Maybe. keep your greasy mouth shut. Keep your greasy mouth shut. While these boys shut. come over and punch each other in the face. Don't yeah. fuck up our ESPN deal. Wow. And who wouldn't want to see that? Yeah, maybe ESPN pulls them aside. Take them into some smoky room. <laughs> Sit down there with some Cuban cigars. It's like, what fine, are we doing here? Fine whiskey. How long is Let's their talk. deal with USADA? Do we know? know? I don't know. Do we have any idea? I don't know. Because he had to sign a contract. I don't know. I bet there's a countdown in Dana's office just every day. 364 days. <laughs> 364 days. <laughs> the whole thing is kind of crazy that it's self-imposed, right? What are you doing, man? Well, it was a it was a it's a great move to sell uh, to the sell. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's the move. Fertitta is so genius, monster. Lorenzo's a goddamn genius. He figured Brilliant. it out, and you know now he gets to just be a fan with four billion in the bank. You what? What? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know. You have to smash a few uh, eggs to make an omelet, man. But he, it's a great success story because those guys were down 40-plus million dollars in the hole when, uh, yeah. Yeah, when the Ultimate Fighter took off. They, they had spent, they had lost 40 million. What's I mean, that to them, though? It's enough. 40 is 40, but still. When it's you're, enough. When you're if you lost, see, if you lost a couple hundred grand, you would survive, but you'd be like, shit. I'd be pissed for sure. He'd be like, fuck, this is not good. It takes a long time to make that money. Especially when I get to my boy to run and it's fucking up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Dude, $40 million is $40 million. I don't money. give a fuck no, I agree. who you are. Well, if I'm a billionaire, I'm be like, I don't want that I'm, money going away. I'm still going home get my dick sucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, God, that sucks. Anyways, <gasps> let me walk in my giant mansion you got to think of how many different businesses they're running at the same time though they had like 20 casinos 20 plus casinos palace stations they had a green valley ranch yep they, they still had red that. rocks red rocks is dope dope they, dope. they, they just bought out palms too dope yeah Home's a little rundown, but whatever. The nine, though, that steakhouse there oh that's one of the best steakhouses in vegas and that the, place the is ghost phenomenal. bar Ghost bar used to be dope. That's old school. <laughs> I used to do stand up there. I've done stand up in the ghost bars. Uh, there's the like a, one of the bars there. One of the bars downstairs. There's That's, a there's a laugh factory in uh, Vegas, right? There is now. Yeah, they're trying to bring it back. Dice is there all the time. I think it's in the Tropicana. Does that make sense? The laugh factory yeah, in the Tropicana. They just opened that uh, the Comedy Cellar. Yeah, <laughs> that's in the Rio. Yeah, the Comedy Cellar is supposed to be really good. Who who who's running that though? Someone someone we know is running that. I thought the Comedy Cellar. I don't know. Um, mm. Ian's there a lot though. Ian Edwards, Ian Edwards is doing. It. He says it's great. Vegas to me is always a weird vibe. Obviously, you're there during UFC fight. We can do your huge fucking stadiums, but I'm I'm saying as far as the crowds, usually 
if it's not a UFC crowd, is, yeah, it's is a, a different thing. Playing? Well, there's so many things to do. First of all. Right? Or you compete like, with Celine Dion. I could be on ecstasy right now. Why am I here listening to you talk? I could be watching Blue Man Group <laughs> fucking rolling my ass off. Why am I here? Yeah. There's so many things to do. Like, uh, have you have you ever been to one of those Cirque du Soleil's? Sure have. Have you been to Love, the one at the MGM? Nope, but I've been to <sighs> Zumanity with Ooh. a friend and some drugs, and mm. it was one of the best times ever. 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 How about when Disney uses those robot flipper things to do a Cirque du Soleil show? How crazy was that? I posted this online. I saw no. this uh, this this article about Disney's making acrobatic robots. Do these robots flip through the air and land and jump into holes and shit in the middle of the goddamn park? These robots that Disney's making—they're animatronic robots. <clears throat> but here's what's fucked up about it: What's to stop someone from using these and making like a super warrior with the same technology? This is all under the guise of Disney. These motherfuckers, I know what they're doing. So, look at these things, dude. That's a robot? That's a robot, son. Look at this. Look at it swing, and look at it let go, and tuck, Perfect and technique. jump into a hole. Yo, dude, that's going to be a killer robot that we send overseas to fight battles. Look at that thing. Fly through the air, and boom. This is nuts, man. I mean, this is really insane stuff. What the fuck are they doing with this? They're going to have this at like the Pixar parade or some shit for all the kids? I think they're going to do this for movies, Whoa. for shit like that, so that you don't have to risk Stuntman the jobs. Of yeah. See ya. Dude, that is so Stuntman. true. Stuntman. Oh, my God. Cuts. Tate Fletcher. Better. Yeah, but you, Tate's acting. He'll slide in. He'll be able to make it. He's still going to be a character actor. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't really to do get too a much. Robot. CGI a face on that. See, yeah. That's right. Boom, paint man. that Disney pa starts painting faces they're, on there. They're too. not even going to need people for voices. That's what that half of that movie Logan, the Wolverine movie. He's yeah. Not, he wasn't there. What? Or what? They, 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 there's a video you can see where they show you how they CGI'd everything. He wasn't really there for half of it, or they act, they did it very strangely. That movie's depressing, anyways. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Wolverine fan, I was like, God damn, bro, he's driving a limo and shit. Oh, is that what he's doing after yeah, it's over? He's like a limo and fucking Xavier, Professor X is like in some weird fucking hut dying and it's hot out. It'll oh. bum me out, bro. Ew. Don't watch it. I'm not bummed. It's like that movie, The Wrestler. That's terrible. Yeah, it bumps you out. Depressing. X Men First Class all the way. Anyways. Yeah, Vegas is weird is what we're getting at, and Disney's trying to take over the world. Disney's about to work with DARPA. That's what's going on, son. That's Boston Dynamics or whatever it is. Boston, what's the company? Yeah. Boston Dynamics? Yeah. This, this that makes the right robots? Here, Dude, instance. Disney does everything so better scene, than everyone. He's not doing that. This show it all breaks down. This is all a robot? Everything. It wasn't even. It was just a stunt double guy. What fucking hater oh, so released this? stunt double guy does this? And then they put him on top of that. What? That's so, so weird. Him being a... Oh, look at that. They just have wow. this face. So if you can make a robot do all that stuff, then you could easily just put his face on there. And, Whoa. You know. Hugh Jackman got super jack. Bro, he's on that Vitor diet for He that. got so swole but at one point. But why not? But he doesn't look like that anymore, like in this one. He no, he had to do um, America's Greatest Showman. You can't be all jacked singing your Right. Shape. So they just mapped out his face. But the thing is, like, if you, if you see him... In this one, he doesn't look as jacked as he did in like the earlier ones. Well, he's older. He's older yeah. Wolverine, which That's is what weird. He's supposed to be right because if his body can recuperate from anything, why yeah, the fuck's he aging? Exactly. Come on, X why is he aging like that, Stanley? Come on. Where he's losing some of his muscle, but he's still throwing people through the air like what the we're talking dolls. about. He gets yeah. shot, and recovers right away, but his fucking joints hurt. His arthritis. Uh, is that what's fuck? happening? Did he yeah. have arthritis? No. No, he really. Moves, he moves like it these days. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he officially does. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. How about they come out with another fucking Spider-Man? 
oh, thank God, they need a new Spider-Man. They never want to pay Peter Parker. Dude. When Peter Parker starts getting big, they go, yeah, well, guess what? We're going to reboot it. They just keep <laughs> rebooting it. They keep telling the same story over and over again with subtle differences. My Spider-Man's Tobey Maguire, you fucks. You fucks. Anyone else goddamn kick rocks. I'll tell you what, though. The only time that that's worked, though, the Hulk. Yeah, they've done it a they, bunch. They started it off with that Australian dude from Chopper. What's his name? Uh, Eric Bana. Eric Bana. He was number one. Wasn't thrilled about him as the Hulk. Not his fault. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. It wasn't the best Bad movie. script. And then Ed Norton, pretty good as a Hulk. Fan of Ed Norton. I was like, okay, I could buy this. But then Mark Ruffalo, best Hulk. Best Hulk. I, I believe him. Me too. I believe he's really a scientist. Me too. Mark I be really believe he really understands genetics. You know? Yeah, you gotta do just, that. Like Christian Bale's the best Batman. You're talking about real actors. I agree. Sorry, Ben Affleck. I agree. You, how yeah. about Michael Keaton was Batman? Who the fuck Michael casted? Keaton was a good goddamn Batman. How are you going to cast Michael Keaton? How about this? George Clooney is Batman, too. He's a fucking Mr. Steel, your girl. I bought George <laughs> Clooney. I brought. Did you? I didn't buy it for yeah. a second. Oh, when Jim Carrey was the Riddler and then Tommy mm. Lee jo Jones was Two-Face? Those yeah. are the best Batmans. When they were like, oh, we need to make this more real. I'm like, fuck you. I liked Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Was, Freeze. Wait a minute. Who was the Riddler? Jim Carrey was the Riddler. When Who was Batman? Uh, George Clooney. No Batman kidding. Returns, bro. Wow. But Christian Bale's Or better. Batman Forever, sorry. Christian, Christian Bale's, Bale's a better Batman. One. It's too real. Do you know Christian Bale was Batman only like six months after he was the machinist? That's insane. Yeah. And he got super Really skinny. insane. He's I mean, such he was a down actor. to like almost nothing. He was dying. He was eating like a can of tuna and an apple a day. That's insane. You know what kind of willpower you have to have to let your body literally rot away to this skinny thing for a movie? Just for a movie. You don't have anorexia. You don't have a disease. Think how much you love the craft of acting to do that. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah. Everybody trying to be the Joker <clears throat> these days, though. That's like the big one. Tony Hinchcliffe. He's trying. He wants to be. Jared wants Leto to be. went. Excuse me, Tony. Take a hike. Tony wants to be the Joker. Yeah. Look. So look, he went from that to 20, that. 121 to 195. That's all natural. That's right? insane. There was another movie in between, I think. But oh, there was? Yeah. The uh -oh. Equilibrium. It said there's another picture here. Dude, you're telling that me that's not photoshopped at all on the left? No. That's no. what he looked like. No, that's what he really looked like. That is so unhealthy. Oh, dude, it takes years off your life. I mean, you're putting unbelievable stress He's on your organs. He's a actor. He's a beast. He's English, you know that? I thought he was Australian. Is he? I think he's English. Is he? I think so. I thought the best actors are English, bro. A lot of them are Australian. They'll, 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 they'll throw you for a loop. Jackman's like Chris Hemsworth. But Jackman, like as an actor, like Christian Bale. Watch your words. He does some stuff. It's Wolverine? No. I, look, I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Christian Bale does some stuff like in American Psycho. Okay, that's another one. Dude, when he was in the fighter, fighter? When, he put, when he played uh, Mickey Ward's brother. Oh, my God. Dude. He's up and down the whole time. 185, 121, 190, 135, 190, Dude. 145. Him in Reign of Fire, he is bodied the fuck up. Yeah, so he got down skinny again to play uh, Mickey Ward's brother. A meth addict, yeah. Yeah. I forget Mickey Ward's brother, but his brother fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. This and was like, in between two. Rescue Dawn, I don't know. Mm, I never saw that one. Dude, that fucking such a beast. That dragon movie was dope for one of them silly, dumb movies. Which dragon movie? He was in a dragon movie. What was the dragon movie he was in? Wasn't he in a dragon movie with Matthew McConaughey? 
If it was a, the, it was in the future. Yeah, everybody had did to live you do underground. All the drugs? Yeah, I did them all. <laughs> <laughs> they had to live. That, that, that was it. Rain of fire. Oh, rain of fire with yeah, dragons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the dragon. I've never movie. heard that. That's what rain of fire. Is. Oh, damn. There's a dragon movie. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's jacked in that movie. Oh man, super jacked. See, he got super skinny for Dallas Buyers Club when he had AIDS. Yeah, he did it too. He's another one. Yes. See if you get a picture of Matthew McConaughey jacked. Dude, I, I heard rumors about Tom Hardy. When shirtless. He... Take, when Matthew McConaughey shirtless, <laughs> rain of fire. All... See, right there, that picture where he's got a vest on? Look how jacked he looks. Damn. Yeah, he was jacked for this movie. I've never heard of that movie. Not Matt the Outfit, it's, it's a dumb movie. <laughs> Is it? Is yeah. it bad? It's just but dumb. But so dumb, it's entertaining? It's silly. You know, that these dragons fuck everybody up and, you know. Dude, remember how bad I used to hate on dragons till I watched Game of Thrones? Ah! I would clown on all you guys for watching dragons. <laughs> I watched Game of Thrones. That dragon burns, spoiler, you fuck, has been out for nine years. He burns that fucking frozen wall. Woo! I'm talking at standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. I was in the middle of my living room, slow clapping. Those dragons are fucking oh. scary. The, when they, the one turns into a fucking white walker. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Make your yeah. dick hard. It, it ends and his eye just goes, and it's a white walker eye. Everybody who works on that show, listen to me. Don't ever cancel it. Just keep going. It's over, Just you're bro. never going to do anything better than I that. Know. That's the greatest show of all time. I know. I don't know what you're thinking. Just write some new episodes. Figure out some new shit. It's the greatest show of all time. They just rap. No! They rap. No, they'll be back. God damn. Look at that, Mr. Steele. Damn. Girl. Matthew McConaughey jacked. Jacked. See, I feel jacked. Like, I feel like for me to get that skinny and thin, I would have to go on some. I'd have to get some role like Dallas Buyers Club. And look at that one AIDS. right above that. Right above that. Bradley right above your cursor. Bradley right there. Cooper. Right there. Someone different. Oh, who's that? That's Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Bradley Cooper bodied Another up too, piece. son. Look at him. But wouldn't you get, do all the steroids to play these roles? I like think if they call me to be yes. Batman, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me go yeah. down to Gold's Gym, see what I can do. Yeah, you would have to. You would have to. You'd have to go on the carnivore diet, drop your body fat down. Why wouldn't you, though? Yeah, intermittent fasting. Yeah, just yeah, the whole. Cryo every day. Yes. Yeah, you would. You It'd would be training camp. Get shredded. Be training yeah. camp. You would want to have that scene where you're putting on your fucking outfit and you're just fucking. Oh, I'd be like, we need more scenes where I'm shirtless. You know how hard I work for this down, shit, down, man. Down, down, down. Oh, oh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Is that Ryan Reynolds? No, yeah, that that was, that's that Blade. That that's Blade. Blade that's 3. Right. That's Ryan Reynolds in Blade 3. But who's that guy? Not this. This See, is just another guy. That's, that's oh, no. That's, that's next level. <laughs> See, if that's what you got to try for. That's what you got to try for. No one ever tries for that. Dude, chicks don't dig that, though. Shut Other dudes dig fucking that. Other dudes. We, we dig that. Shut you ask girls, they're like, no, mouth. I don't like yeah, fucking. they say that because they're trying to make you feel better. Oh, my God. I think it's so gross. I like guys that are soft like <laughs> you. I like to grab your back and feel all fat. Look at Ryan Reynolds with his fucking no, A-pack. No, bro. Disgusto. Not Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. Get it away. I mean, I definitely don't want his dick in my mouth. Eat up, babe. I like Eat to up. feel a little belly fat. On my nose. Get a full rack of ribs. <laughs> now, fuck in the shake. Watch it down yeah, with the shake. I like a man who just relaxed like me and doesn't want to do much. That's what I like. Please, dude. No, they're trying to make dude. you feel good. No, bro, they're trying to make I'm you not feel fat. good. I'm pretty jacked. <laughs> All I'm saying. I'm not saying you are fat. We're both fat compared to that guy. Dude, both of us are fucking Adele compared to that guy. I'm saying <laughs> that's unrealistic. Like, no shit. Like, that's oh, too much. Someone has body image issues. No, I'm saying You're that's like one too of them much. Girls that complains about chicks with little waists and big tits. Oh my god, I uh, have body image. Oh no, I appreciate issues. men more than people think I'm gay. I appreciate so I have many men. body image issues because of these women that are unattainable. They have these untainable that's bodies. Not it's real. fucked up. You're putting a standard on women. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had that a friend once. Sweat. I had a friend once that said this. She was she was uh, talking about someone's girlfriend. She's like, "Ugh, I just wish he had a real girlfriend, like a re- a real woman." I go, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, oh, "Look, look who he's dating. It's a typical pretty girl with blonde hair and a nice body. Like, what you know? Why doesn't he have a, a real girlfriend?" I go, "What is a real that girlfriend? Mean? That's so crazy." People are real people. Like everyone's real. You're, you're hating on someone because they're attractive. It's not you. Yeah. Yeah. Like why would you assume that she's not super nice and really friendly and really smart? Because you're prejudiced. Because you're just looking at her and deciding that you're hating. Now is she a dumbass? Probably, but does that matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It does not matter. It's and all if, right. And even she if she might is, not be as smart as you. How much is that? How much of that is her fault? Now, this is as I've gotten older and wiser. When even when I meet dumb people, I'm like, how much of it is really their fault? Maybe they're just not into that stuff. Or maybe they just stuff. got a bad roll of the dice with life and with genetics and the whole ball sometimes, of wax. Sometimes a bad roll of the dice is you're genetically gifted if you're a girl or a guy and you look super pretty and things yeah. come easy to you. You never have to read a book or get balls deep into a sport or For something sure. like that. And that's to me, that can be a curse. Yeah. Dude, there's a curse to that because then things get easy. Like you want, you want your daughters, you don't want to be tens. Right. You want them like sevens. Strong like seven. seven, strong seven, where yeah. like guys like they, like there's certain guys <laughs> types, but they still got to educate themselves, right? You know, like you don't want to blow out asses and big titties. You want mm. just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, you don't want Nicki Minaj as your daughter. In that ten, the ten's a sprint. Seven is a ultra marathon. Yeah, to me, seven they, they have can a long stay road. a seven for many, many, many years. It's all good, yeah. especially with, like age and our black. Go to the gym. Longer. Yeah, they could hang in there, but they got to work for it. Like you don't yeah. want to just give it to them. You know what I'm saying? The problem with some tens that go to eights can't handle it. Well, even when they're eights, they're still hot, but in their yeah, mind, but in their mind, they're not anymore, and they get really old freaked Testarosa. out by it. Mm-hmm. But old Testarossa, it was hot in the eighties. They're so right? hot. They were tens in the eighties. This when they had the gated shifter. Yes, remember that? You drive one now, you're like, what the fuck is going on so here? Stupid. The Fred Flintstone Ferrari. Do I have to get out and do this? No. But meanwhile, they're worth like a million dollars or something. Yeah, I tried buying one. Yeah, did you? I wanted one. I go in these weird fucking... I almost bought a DeLorean the other day. I knew a lady who had an old Ferrari. She bought an old Ferrari. In like 2015, she bought like one that was the one from Magnum P.I. Oh, the 364? Is GT? that what it is? I think so. It's a cool little yeah. car, but it was just always breaking. That's a bummer. You know, those things, they're just not going to... It's not... You can't drive across country in that car. No. You don't not if somebody's been driving driver. it every year. Yeah. yeah. They'd be fun, though. I'd yeah, like to have dude. a bunch of cars. I would like to have a bunch of cars, you too. You do have a bunch of cars. Oh, yeah. Don't jump into this conversation. <laughs> I'm still hustling. <laughs> don't try... What, hey, don't try hey, relating to me on too, this. I'm hustling, too, dude. You're fucking hustling your ass off, Every but you have I'm all the cars. Them. I don't have all the cars. You know what I've been getting into, man? Old, plain-looking BMW M3s. Like an E46 M3. Oh, wow. All right. I'm down for that. Stealth. Dude, get an 8 Series with that V12. Oh, maybe, but I'm talking like about great old whites. cars. I'm talking about like a 2005. Me too. That 8 Series, I'm talking like yeah. 1994, bro. Oh, those are V12. Gross. That's when the lights go up. Yeah. That thing's <laughs> sick. I don't, that's where I draw the line when the lights go up. Can't Man. do it, son. Tessarosa <laughs> of the BMW. You like the, old, the, the 95 3 Series? Yeah. Like when they came that canary yellow? I did. I did like those. those I like the cool. ones with the big wing on the back. Yeah, those they have the cool. M3 with the wing on the back. Everyone loved those. Tiny ass little car too, man. You go near those cars today, they don't make anything that small anymore. Or not, no, BMW doesn't at least. Look at that. Those white lights on that's, the side so European. That's a dope looking. That's an E36, right? That's an E36 BMW? Yeah. 
Um, Google uh, Silver E46 BMW. You're thinking about getting one of those? I'm thinking Out of all the cars? I know, right? Well, that's your because, style, I guess. Yeah. Are you going to buy it to run into Look a wall at that. or something? Look at that. I like that. You know what I like about that? That's not that. That's not a 95. Yes, it's 2005. What no. I like about that, yeah. That's not a 2005. An, yeah, it is. is that's it? an E46. The back's different. Yeah. No, not so what they look like. That's an M3. That's exactly what it looks like. Mm. I'm a fan of the model. It's a very plain looking car. You but you know what it? some people do with those? They just juice the shit out of the engine oh, and man. change the suspension. And the thing about it, it's a light, small car that like moves well. I think that car probably only weighs about 3,000 pounds. Like Google, how much does a 2005 BMW M3 wear? Those old Wait. Porsches are like as <laughs> fuck too, though, man. Uh, just Google, how much does it weigh? What does it say? The weight? I mean, we could go buy 10 of these right now, Joe. No, no, no. The 3,400 pounds. So that's uh, pretty light in comparison light. to like a new one. I bet the new ones are three or 400 pounds heavier than that. The That's a big are, deal. The new ones are way faster. Way faster. Way faster. Way, faster. way cooler. Let's but be real. they take these and they put crazy engines in them. Oh, they blow them out. juice them yeah, up. For because sure. it's a smaller car. That's one of the original like cars. <laughs> I remember kids just fucking jacking up mm -hmm. with a big exhaust on them. You buy yeah. the shirts. Do you ever see a kid that spends so much money on a really shitty Accord and puts crazy- Or a Civic? I'm like, bro, like, just because they sell it at Pet Boys doesn't mean you have to put <laughs> it on the goddamn car. Why do you have all that shit all over the car? <laughs> what are you doing and why? And it was so loud. I'm like, car's not even fast. Yeah. It's... They oh, have that, that horrible four-cylinder oh, drone. Me fucking nuts. Those kids thought they were so cool. Well, I guess it's cooler than the car as it is. No, probably not even. Because what it is is just transportation. You're supposed to just accept what it is. It's peacocking. Yeah. Like, you're like, look at this. And the girls are like... Again, you're not doing that for girls. You're doing right. it for dudes. Exactly. Other dudes like, oh, that's pretty cool. Girls like, what the thing. fuck is that thing? Yeah, look at that. Honda Civic. Nothing makes my dick go limp like that, like a Civic. They can make those things fairly fast, though, can't they? Yeah, I just thought into the SI ones you're talking about. Yeah. What is that Ford Focus GT? Is that that little tiny the car that's supposed car. to go fast as fuck? Yeah. That's want, a tiny little car, You want something right? like that, though. You want that Subaru WRX STI. The Ford, yeah. How much does that thing weigh? That, that's a tiny little car, right? That thing looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Three thousand two hundred pounds is a tiny little car, bro. Dude, you mm. brought up ninety-five BMWs, mm. Ford Focuses, and Civics. Well, you know, man. You know, I have that white car, the the white nine eleven RS. Fuck yeah! That car it ruins me for everything else because it's so light. That car only weighs three thousand pounds. That thing's insane. Ruins me for everything else. Nothing else fun to drive. Everything's fun. I love cars. Different. Then that thing is just a different animal. It's like the difference between like a dog and a cheetah. Like, one of them is like, dogs run pretty good. They do a pretty good job. But then you get cheetah, a cheetah, and yeah. you're like, Jesus. What, but what if you got Not even a, a dog? What if, yeah, that's a weird. Uh, but what I if you know, got a 911 T? What if, how, how, how light's a 911 T and then soup the, send it to Sharkworth just to blow the ass out the front? Oh, one of the new ones, you mean? Yeah. yeah. That thing's light as fuck. They're very light. Yeah, the 911 T's. Yeah, I'm sure they could do something like that. Yeah, because they don't even have, you know, they don't have handle. They have nothing. They have no back seats. They're just super right. light. Yeah. They, what did they get them down to? I forget, but. Is it GT3 weights? I, I want to say they're lighter, aren't they? 
They have a GT3 touring package. I want so that thing. Yeah, so, so it's GT3 without the crazy wing, and it just because which most of the people are not taking them on a track. No, You're I'm, just driving I'm, I'm, a I'm, fast car around town. I'm 35. I can't have that thing. So the GT 3200. Is this the GT3 or is this the uh, That's T? That's the T. 3200. That's pretty goddamn light for a Porsche. Yeah. <clears throat> Zero to sixty three point four seconds. Yeah, but you can soup that fucking thing up. Yeah. I wonder. What is the uh, horsepower? What does it say? See, the what they're doing with... Yeah, that's a 370. That's not even the S engine. No, man. That's the regular engine. They're See, all turbo now, though. Go to 911 GT3 Touring. I bet that's just as light, but that's got like 500 horsepower. Dude, that's my, that's my next ride, I Whoa. think. I either want that or a McLaren, man. Well, you have that GTS, which is a very fast car, too. There was a. It's fucking great. <clears throat> there was a big uh, article about one of those recently. I know. People, they say it's the, one of the best like daily driver's sports. Wow, that's 3,100 pounds, son. Bro, 500 Woo! power. 500 Dude. horsepower, 3,100 pounds. That thing must be amazing. This is what I want to do. I want to get a touring. I want to order it. And I want it in that mint green. Look how pretty that is. They just nailed that shape. You know, I love it's. It's one of the more interesting things about cars is just the the physical shapes, like what they've managed to like make iconic. Like the, uh, the Porsche is such an iconic shape. They don't need to do know? anything. They do little subtle changes to the back and the exhaust. Mm -hmm. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, they just keep kind of tweaking it a little yes. bit, but they keep that shape. Like every 911 looks like a 911. Like if you look at a 2000 and... 19 Mustang, and then you look at a 1965 Mustang, oh, you're like, you how about? do I know this is I the know. same thing? I know. You can barely tell this is the same thing. Yeah. But you could have a 911 next to, like, you could have that, that 964 that's like a 91 next to a 2019, and you can go, oh, I see. This is, they're both oh, 911s. 100%. Yeah. That's 100%. the only car that I can think of like that. Because old Ferraris don't look like new Ferraris at all. Not at all. I guess uh, the new Challengers look like a little bit like the old Challengers, yeah. a tad. Yeah, they retroed it out a little Camaros, bit. Camaros, they're trying to go back to it. Camaros, kind, Camaros did like a new take on it. They're, the newest ones even. Look at that. Ooh, son. Come RS, on. Though. That is a GT3 RS in all green. Seinfeld gets like those and shit. That's an amazing car, man. That car's more than 500 horsepower. Uh, I think that yeah, thing's got 520. And they're <clears throat> they're so light and that just designed for sick, track. Man. You like that? You think you're a dickhead for driving around town? Oh yeah, for sure. Why lime green of a lime green car that says GT3 RS on it. Dude, mine says uh, GTS and it's fucking hot orange. You should only wear a golf club shirts from exclusive golf club golf clubs that no one could join. If you try and that, then, <laughs> and then have those loafers on with no socks, <laughs> and you just smell like Ottawa <laughs> Velva. Just yeah. beating the shit out of everyone on the <clears> road. You should smell like. Uh, What's that? What, what is it called when uh, you Musk. pass down money to your kids? And they have one of those accounts. What are trust those accounts? funds? Trust funds. Yeah, that's it. Smell like you a trust smell fund. Smell like a trust fund. That's a. F I'll tell you what, man. That's a all the handicaps you get in life. One of the biggest handicaps you get is a trust fund. There's something that happens to kids. At With least security? most of the ones that I've ever heard of. Not just security, but a large income just given to them by their parents. Where I've they seen don't have it. to work on it? Yes. You know, I, I read a statistic the other day. It's like they're 400% more likely to die before the age of 40 when they have that much money. Jesus 400%. Christ. 400%. 400%. 400%. I know a couple people that have had one of those deals where they had one of those. Uh, and did you like them? No, they were They fucking suck. They felt, I felt sad for them. Oh, I know. They felt like they, they, they weren't really done. Like if you're an egg and you still got that gooey stuff on top, it's like it's not quite done. Rich kids are counting on inheritance to pay for retirement. Well-off young people. Hold on. 
Where are you going? Well, if young people say they need money from relatives and friends to guarantee their golden years stay golden. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, that's just clickbaity. No, that's some bullshit. That's just some clickbaity shit. I just saw this article the other day. You guys just mentioned this. Like 63% <coughs> of them or something. Depending oh, 63% of affluent children between the ages of 18 and 22 say financial stability retirement will depend on inheriting money. Yeah. You know, it's just... That's one of the things that Tim Kennedy said when he was on the podcast. He said, hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times. Easy times make soft men. And preach, Tim Kennedy. To preach. But what do you do, what do, you do with your kids? Like my kids growing up martial in Santa arts. Monica. Martial arts. For the girls, you yep. think they're going to be balls deep in martial arts just, so they're like in ninth grade? No, no, no. Just to get, I, I think you've you got to get a certain amount of like actual hard work in. In your life, more shorts gonna do that for him. I think there's something to it. There's something to goal, uh, like valuing goals and um, to working towards things, and then being in difficult situations. We could Most say sports, kids, though. Sports, yes. Sports in general, yes, for like, sure. I think all sports, yeah. but I think martial, I arts, martial arts in particular, arts in it's more personal. Like when someone strangles you, when someone gets your back, and then sinks that fucking body triangle on you, and you're fighting it off, and then they get you, and you have to tap. That's very personal. You'll get and, humbled for right, sure. But most people don't deal with those kind of things in life. I think the experience of dealing with those things in life is very valuable because you can relax more. You can relax more. You know, mm. there's some people confidence. Like, yeah, well, it's not just that. You've experienced bad things. Mm -hmm. Bad things in terms of like bad uh defeats, losses, getting smushed, having to tap. There's a lot of people that have never. Like how many times have you ever rolled with a guy that never rolled before and the moment you start rolling with him, you get him on his back and they start hyperventilating oh, yeah. and panicking. Yeah. They panic because yeah. they've never been there before. Professional football players, basketball players I've rolled with and they get down they're like, oh shit. Oh Damn no. It. They realize they, can, they can't yeah. get up mm -hmm. and then you start closing the, ga the gap on them. Here's the problem with my only problem with martial arts. If, if you're just going to go down that road, is when you're in that dojo where the fuck you're doing the martial arts, when they leave, they know that's there. Not many people have seen it, right? Like if you and I are rolling and we don't know each other, and you tap me out, I leave there. Not too many people see it. The other class might see it. When you're in professional sports and we're playing basketball or football and the game's on the line and I get embarrassed because I dropped the ball or I mm. whiffed and struck out and the entire audience sees it and I have to deal with that and then come back from it and be like, all right, I can deal with this, man. I've, I fucking struck out. I play a game next week. Right. I'm, I got to go through class. People are going to make fun of me. I'll figure this out. F to me, that builds a little something different. Yeah, it's also teamwork, right? That's a big part of life. Yeah, part of life is being able to bit, work yeah. with other people. Yeah, <clears throat> being able to perform under pressure, but also facing that mm -hmm. adversity and knowing. Because yep. if you tap me out, my, 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 when I go to school, no one knows that. That's it's true. whatever. When I when when my class knows, I threw an interception. I'm like fuck, shop through that interception, man. That's Monday, true. everyone's like, dude, what happened? You're like, I know, I know. Wait till Friday. We'll see what happens Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bill Buckner had to leave Boston. You had to go in like fucking. He had to go into hiding. Yeah. The ball went between his legs. Everybody freaked out. Dude, I remember people walking around. Dude, they, people were walking around the neighborhood while that was like trying to find him. Kicking the snow and angry. They were just so angry. People were leaving their houses. It was like there was reports of it all over Dude. Boston that people would just slam. They couldn't deal with it anymore. It in, they would just slam the car, the, the, the front door rather, and just walk out into the street. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah, just Everybody to talk be out to there smoking, someone. looking at each other like, how the fuck did he drop that ball? Dude. Imagine you'd be that guy. Tragic. Look, it, all of it is rough. I think sports are definitely great for, for kids, for anybody developing. Even for adults, I think they're good. I think competition's good. The problem with people is they, 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 they get nervous 
about trying new things or doing things. And I think one of the things that gets you over nerves is having done difficult shit before. And one of the things about jujitsu is that that's such a claustrophobic feeling. Like when you're when you're locked up in a triangle and you're just trying to get like a hand in there to protect you, just just try and you're feeling the squeeze and you're like, fuck, I might have to tap. And you try and you make your way out of it. Mm-hmm. That being able to do that in your life, like b- knowing I've been in a bad spot before, knowing I've been uh, someone's been on top of me before and I didn't think I'd get up. I think it's a very valuable thing for people to experience, and I think it's a good thing for people to learn. Like it, it, if you could start out as a white belt and just deal with that stuff that you get up until like blue belt and purple belt, we start developing some skills and putting some taps down. If you can get through that, man, you can get through anything. A guy who can get to purple belt or a girl who can get to black belt or brown belt. Those people, that man, that woman that can get that far, they can do a lot of shit. Goddamn, bro. Th- that a lot of people can't do. For sure. For sure. For sure. I think giving your kids that opportunity is, is a, a, a massive thing. You know, Agreed. and I know your kid's gonna learn how to fight. How oh, the fuck is your kid already, not gonna learn already how to it's fight? An issue. Already, because uh, you know I watch a lot of fighting. So when I come in the house, when, right when I get home today, because he sees all the fighters, boxers, and UFC guys, they fight with their shirts off. When I walk in, he goes, "Papa, <laughs> papa," and takes shirt off and goes, "Papa, papa." <laughs> I'll show you video of him hitting mitts. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Get, get encourage him. Yeah, Let him do kind it. Of. Don't you tell him not. Don't yeah. you don't have to fight, son. He Daddy, only does it with Daddy me. Daddy made good. Yeah, he only does it with me. Daddy's like, got you a goddamn hit podcast. Else. You're not getting hit in the head. <laughs> no, yeah, Daddy's touring. Daddy's on the road. Daddy's, Daddy's on the road. selling out. Yeah, Daddy's selling yeah. out. Yeah. But like, you seen Eddie Bravo's kid do martial arts? Yeah, beast. Dude. You seen Henner's? I haven't. That motherfucker's on a teddy bear. Henner just posted he's on a teddy bear doing like arm, arm bars, bars on and, teddy bears. And he's a uh, you know. Eddie does drills with his kid. He po- posts videos of drills he does with his kid. His kid is no learning the system. I think that's good. Kid, fuck yeah. yeah. His kid's going to be an assassin. You know what kind of jujitsu Eddie Bravo's kid's going to have? It's pretty gnarly. Because he's around his kid all the time. Like Eddie is a diligent father. Yes. He loves Love being a dad. Eddie. He Here, loves Here's it. Henner's little boy. <laughs> his kid he gets the mount. <laughs> Look at this shit. Look at him. That is hilarious. He takes the back. Look at that. He's like two and a half, I want to say. That is hilarious. This kid is taking the back at two and a half. That is so funny. Ah, This is hilarious. He is the best teacher in the world. Of course. Yeah. That's amazing. No one explains it better than Henner. I think Henner, too, this is like his biggest pupil in terms of uh, jujitsu. I mean, obviously, Ronda Rousey was his most famous pupil. Look at that armbar that kid's got. That's amazing. Ronda had an armbar before she got there. She did. Exactly. But Brian Ortega has everything. He's got everything. He Bri- can choke you. He can take your back. He Dude, can fight you off his back. Brian came in there and didn't know anything. Yeah. He was a tough gang member wannabe. Well, I shouldn't say wannabe. He was a tough gang yeah. member from the streets. Couldn't afford it, so Henner took him under his wing. That's amazing. And now he's one of the you know he's the number one featherweight in the world, not named Max Holloway. That's amazing. Yeah, such it's a cool story. Henner's such a good instructor, man. I love listening to him talk Dude, too. He's so enthusiastic. I, he's like contagious. You know, like he I does agree. those videos online. He could sell anything. We're going to make watermelon juice, guys. Like, oh, Come shit. on. This is what we're going to do. It. You're like, okay, Dude, watermelon juice. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of coaches since I was a very young kid, and I've never had anyone uh, as far as like a better coach than Henner Gracie. Wow. I know, man. They're from the source, man. I mean, think about that. Yeah, but there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of those guys from the source, but they just, they're not, they're not Henner. And mm-hmm. all those guys are great, but as far as like, the, as far as egos and just being like a cool, like you can hang out with Henner anywhere. Really? And he's like a great time. That's awesome. And he knows a thing or two about everything. 
Mm. Like he's like, do you say surfing? And he has a black belt in surfing. You know? <laughs> Fruit. He, so know, he knows sushi. Didn't he open up his own place now? He has they, his own jujitsu place? Yeah, they, they left his dad's place. They went right up the street. Now uh, him and his uh, in Huron. Huron? Running. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so they Where's shut that down at? that. And it's right up the street. It's still in Torrance. Very close. So uh, the facility's ridiculous. Is the old place still open? Hines place? God, go I, down? I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't know the details on that, but I, I know Henry and, and uh, Huron are doing their own thing now, and they're killing it. That's awesome. It. Yeah, dude, it's very lucrative in Southern California. Think about how many jiu-jitsu schools. Especially if you're, I mean, Henner and Huron. And, Top of the food chain. But as far as business mind, too, that's what makes Henner so special. His business mind is insane. Yeah. He um, started the Gracie University. That was all his concept. Is all, it really? He came up with that. Well, listen, for someone who lives in the middle of the country, that's a great thing. I mean, it's not as good as being in, instructed by of him. Of course not. But- if you live in the middle of the country and you don't have access to other instruction, that yeah, is a great snowed thing. Snowed in Wyoming or some <laughs> shit and you can oh, go yeah. online. Is that a real place? Yeah. Snowed in my, well, well, Wyoming? Well, if you're snowed in. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a like town, a, though. Sounds like does. a nice place. It does, like a ski resort. I know. Snowden? Snowden. You ever Snowden? Oh, yeah. We go to Snowden every year with the McGraws. I love Snowden. Yeah, we fly. Snowden. We fly together. <laughs> we drink cocktails. It's amazing. Snowden. We're going to Snowden. I'm going to wear my fur. I don't care. Wearing my fur for PETA. It sounds like a legit place. Yeah, it does. Have you ever been to Wyoming? I've been to Wyoming. Yeah, dude, I just went to Idaho there. for the first time. I was just in How Boise. Was that? Oh, you met uh, the Black Rifle guys. Yeah. Matt Best. Great guys. How great to see. They're all great. Yeah, yeah, they Good were dude. awesome. Did yeah. you go hunting with them or no? No, no. Hunt with those motherfuckers. Okay. They hunt humans, but yeah. Hey, that's not what I want to do. I'm just saying, if you can hunt <laughs> humans, you can hunt fucking elk or. Yeah, a lot of those guys who used to hunt humans become hunters. It helps them sort of cope with society. They also have, you know, have a special skill set. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. They're very good with the guns. <clears throat> Not even with just guns. A lot of them get into bow hunting, in fact. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. A lot of, I a lot figured of you and Matt would get along. Yeah, great guy. Great guy, right? Yeah, and the coffee's badass, man. It's delicious I, shit. I got my own coffee coming out. I know. Home. That's what I heard, kid. I know. Black Rifle Coffee, Brendan Shop version. What are they calling it? The Big, Big Brown, Brown Blend? Big Brown Coffee. Big Brown Coffee. It's my own brand. How about Big Brown Blend? I like that, too. It's the Big Brown Coffee Co. I like that, too. Via Big Brown Coffee Black Co. Black Rifle, Ooh, yeah. Nice. Your own brand? I know. Damn, son. I know. Branching man. out. I know. You like, uh, what are those things? Entrepreneur. Yeah. I guess. Like a fucking boss businessman type What's character. Up, man? Fuck. What's up, dog? Yeah. But uh, Idaho is nice. Dude. They said the show was fucking great. It was really fun. It was a big-ass place. What, is big it's theater down there? outside. That. Yeah. It's where the UFC is. UFC's there in July. Who, what card is that? Um, that's Junior Dos Santos versus. Dude, I he's fighting that he's Russian fighting. character. Who's he fighting? That Volkov? Guy. Yeah, no, not Volkov. No, that's, that's a the good dark fucking horse. Fight. Forgot about Volkov. Volkov's I know, the darkest Ivanov. of dark horse. What's that? Ivanov. Uh, Ivanov. Isn't he? Um, wasn't he the guy that was the Bellator champion at one point in time? No, that's Volkov, bro. No, but I think he was first. So go, yeah, Blagov, Ignov, Blagov Ivanov, Ig Ivanov, yeah, Blagoy Ivanov. I think he was, um, just Google him. I think he was, uh, he was either a World Series of Fighting Champion, might be that. It's not, I think you're right on World Series. That's not Bellator's, is it? Maybe World Series of Fighting. Let's see. Oh, he's he World Series. You're right. Yeah. He's World, World Series. Series of Fighting. Yeah, he's a tough motherfucker. That guy has a crazy story, too. Um, he was stabbed, and he almost died. See if you can find that story. It's a, it's a crazy story. God, they're I doing mean, junior, he was, no favors. He was stabbed, I think, more than once. I'm pretty sure this is the guy. 
But just just Google his name and stab. You sure you're not talking about Darren Till? No, no, no. No, Darren Till as well. He I mean, Lee Murray as well. as well. Everybody can stab. Yeah, a lot of people got stabbed. Everybody can stab. But I think he got Whoa, stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed in the heart. God yeah. damn. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Let me see. Bellator's, you see, he did fight in Bellator too. Ivano Dude. reportedly stabbed in the heart, clinging to life support. Right. Yes, yeah, so this was like 2011. What year was this? See, He's World Series of Fighting champion. It's so good with shit that I shouldn't even know. Um, yeah, he got stabbed in the heart. So he fought for Bellator, and then he went over to World Series, and now he's in the UFC. And his first fight is Junior Dos Santos. Damn. No, that's not his first fight. No, I feel like he's fought already in the UFC. No way. That's his no? first fight. Is it? Okay, that's, so that's I must his first be, fight for sure. I must be thinking about yeah. the World Series of Fighting. Yeah, that's his first fight. Because he fought Josh Copeland World Series. He's a tough motherfucker, this guy, though. Very tough. Tough. It depends what junior we get, you know? Right. And this is junior that also had a USADA scare. Something happened with him, but then they let him off the hook, right? I don't... We never hear... Right? That, that's a, that, to me, that's the problem with USADA is they go, this guy flagged, but then if, if they get... You know, proven innocent. There's no big write-up. There's no big announcement. Like there should be a fucking. Maybe siren he didn't get proven innocent. Off. Maybe it was um, wasn't a diuretic or something like that. Yeah, it was diuretic. Maybe he didn't get proven innocent. I mean, when was the last time he fought? Maybe he just hasn't fucking. Grip. Was it Stipe? Yeah, that was Stipe, Stipe was the last fight. How long ago was that? May of last year. That was a good fight. So, how much time do you get suspended? It depends what you're. But six, twelve months, right? Depend what you took. Right, but if you're going to take a diuretic, is it the same as taking juice? Like no. if you took a steroid, you get longer, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's all weird, man. It's almost it's it's super almost, confusing. It's almost right? like what they say about the um, Tour de France. Tour de France. Notice how I pronounce it like Brian Callen. Dude, I appreciate that. Tour de France. Tour de France. Uh, they say that it's healthier actually to do that with drugs than it's to do it without drugs. It's so brutal on your body that when it's they Tour take, de France. Yeah. When Don't take, you think fighting's the same way? Yes. Like it's so taxed on your body. Yeah, that was my point. Yeah. I mean, I really do. But I don't want to, I wouldn't want everybody to say they have to be on it. Like, everybody has to be on it. I wouldn't want, I mean, that seems like. Maybe we shouldn't do it if you have to do Junior that. Junior right? Santos admits he's still scared of USADA. I won't say it doesn't bother me. Hmm. I wonder what the uh, actual. He was flagged, but he was uh, proven innocent. innocent. That's oh. insane. Because there's no huge <sighs> announcement about it. See, that's dangerous, right? Because if he, that, I mean, how long did he get sat out for? months it said and then that he hasn't fought since then he, he almost fought again right after see but you're you're guilty it's like if a girl accuses you of sexual assault right off the bat if that goes on twitter you're you assume guilty yeah. with these guys it's oh he's a drug user but then i had no idea he was yeah good to no go idea. i had no fucking clue i know i saw the announcement that they were making that fight i went oh yeah oh he's back he's back who was he supposed to fight though he was supposed to fight someone else and it got rescheduled i believe am i francis wrong francis no it's francis right Oh Jesus! Are we supposed to fight Francis? Oh, it was That's in a September. Fight. Oh. oh my God! Oh. The, the the one thing I wish oh. the UFC would do better, or even this isn't the UFC, but it'd be great if they did, is announce when a guy is vindicated, when he's good to go. Yes. That, I need a fucking celebration like it's a birthday, right, right. so they're they're good to go. The other thing is when guys retire, like so many guys retired, like let's do something for them, man. Like guy like Rashad Evans, mm-hmm. UFC Hall of Famer, one of the best guys to ever do it. Great dude. He put the UFC on the map. Let's do something, man. What should they do for him? I, I need fucking something. A celebration of his career? Some, so just I need something, man. You yeah. just can't go, yeah, thanks for the times. T- here's a tweet. I just I don't feel like that's right. Not for everyone, mm. but for a guy like Rashad, we need something. Won man. the Ultimate Fighter, won the light heavyweight title. 
Think of his rivalries with uh, fucking John Jones, John Jones, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yep. He, he, based yep. being two tough fighters, never fight. Yep. Like he's had some crazy times, yeah. man. It's funny, man. Fighters, people think about you as you know your fights you have late in your career. They forget the crazy fights that he had earlier in his career. Oh my god! See, I think the ones that he was doing these past whatever four or five, which were tough to watch. I don't think of Rashad like that. Yeah, it's a he's a different guy, and there's something that happens to fighters. Or to human beings uh, when they don't want to do it anymore. And I mean, I think it happens with every job. But if you don't want to do it anymore and you're a printer, it's not like if you don't want to do it anymore and you're a fighter. Correct. So, so if you don't want to do it and you're a fighter and you kind of half-ass it and you're in there with a guy, you know, Smith. like Glover Teixeira, yeah. like Anthony Smith. It's I mean, he's in there against dangerous guys that are trying to kill him. Hungry lions. Yeah, man. it's just, it's a bad place to be. It's a bad place to be. You... You got to be all in in this, but but it's not a sad thing because you know like that ridiculous safety for uh, the Seahawks is retiring because he had some neck issues. He tried he tried to figure out he's a pro baller, and he retired after eight years. I went, damn, eight years. That's a good run, man. I like how long has Rashad been fighting? That's a fucking run, man. Dude, he won that's season season two, two as a heavyweight. The heavyweight, yeah. Remember he fought Bad Brad, what was his Brad name? Brad Imes. Brad Imes, that's right. And then remember his fight after that with uh, Sean Salmon? Ooh, that and Dana, kick. he goes, Dana was giving him a stink guy because the fight was boring. And then just, sick And fucking, yeah. remember when he knocked out Chuck Liddell? That was like oh, the yeah. first, and he, he did this to his heart. Yep, I remember he knocked the, him out with one punch. Dude, the, the special, when I think about Rashad, he was so special to me in my career because he was like in our camp and he was like the guy. When he won the belt, I remember he was training with us, won the belt and came back. And it was the first time where, like, he would speak truth to us because at the time I had a girlfriend I was super in love with. And I didn't want to leave and go to training camp, all this stuff. He's like, dude, how old are you? I tell him, he's like, I'm telling you, it's going to be different, man. You, you, you got to make decisions now based off this. And he would just drop knowledge about the professional life of fighting. And mm. I remember when he won the belt, he was, uh, he was sitting down. He came back like a week after training. And I go, dude, fucking crazy. Did you just feel like out of this world? He goes, feel the exact same man nothing feels different i feel the Whoa. exact same he goes it's cool and you want this goal and you achieved it and i have the belt and he goes back to work man he goes I, I thought i'd feel completely different he goes gotta get better now i gotta get better he goes nothing it's i feel just like you do man i felt right before i won the belt he fought machida when machida was machida machida Remember machida that? dude there was a time for a couple of years where machida was just putting on people scariest man. guy in the ufc for a while he was such a weird guy to fight, man, because he'd be like doing this Nightmare. with you. He'd be doing all this weird movement, and then he would blitz in on you. Nobody knew what to do. Knockout power, man. That In his last fight with Vitor, like, good lord. That was a, one of the best knockouts ever. See, pull that up. Pull that Lyoto Machida KOs Vitor Belfort. And now he's in Bellator. Bellator making some Bellator waves, son. Getting saucy over in Bellator, Dude, right? How saucy. saucy. How saucy thing he's going to get. Dude, what, whatever Vitor's on. I think Bruce Lee type saucy. He's going to look like Ryan Gordon. Dude, how about sit right here. he knocks him out? How re he's almost too respectful. Boom. Oh, he knew, man. Look at this. He, he just, knew. I mean, he was out cold. I'd almost rather have you Look celebrate my knockout. I know, right? Douche! Doom. Like, this is embarrassing. This makes it more embarrassing. Hands on. Hands on the hip. Yeah. And then and bowed to him while his fucking his, his, eyes rolled back. Yeah. Damn. And then, and then you know, I guess the One UFC more time, I want to see that wanted again. to work with him a little bit, but he just went to Bellator. Because he goes, Usada is way too strict, man. I'm yeah, out. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Let's see. Can we see in real time? Or they only have it here? Look at this, man. Look how he fakes that. Boop! Boom. 
One more time. So what's interesting is like Vitor always would uh, talk about stand and square. You know, when I uh, first started trading at Carlson Gracie's in uh, 1996. Old school. It was before Vitor made his UFC debut. That's when I first started jiu-jitsu. And Vitor was 19. The phenom. He was, he was always talking about, um, oh, here it is in real time. Look how he moves, man. Leoto's so sneaky. Look at that. That is phenomenal. I mean, give me that one more time, son, in real time. He gets down on his knees. Look at, but look at Machida, the way he's moving here. So sneaky. What? I mean, he didn't even see that coming. He's he's looking at these crazy hand movements. Dude, and, rem like and remember before this, he beat on, uh, Andrews, mm -hmm. who's a big up-and-comer football player at Alabama. Yep. He beat him. Start Vitor went, yep. I'm out. Yeah. Now he's at Bellator. You get Roy McDonald, Gegard Musasi. There's some fun fucking well, fights over there. I think he sent his brother over there to test the waters. Like, tell me, tell Chains me how many times you think, make uh, pee. Yeah, let me know. How's that going, bro? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of testing they get got? Get that Ryan Bader re rematch. There's some cool fights over there. Oh, yeah. Especially if they let him get saucy. I mean, he's 40 years old. Dude, I think the other, the other scary thing about Bellator is that uh, Dazon, 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 whatever the fuck they're going to call it, is giving them, they gave them a nine-figure deal. Who? D D uh, you haven't heard about this Dazon deal? I don't know what you're saying. D-A-Z-N. What is that? It's their streaming service. So now they signed with them. So now Bellator, you remember how they had tape delays? Uh -huh. Now you can stream it digitally for, for you get that now. For free? High quality. I think you have to pay for it. Just like how much? You, I don't know. But you can stream it on your phone. The first one's gonna be free. Their first like welterweight big fight is mm. gonna be uh, free. Everybody wins in Bellator deal with days into stream live events. So think about who they got, right? Okay, they got Gegard, who uh, they his people just contacted me. I'm gonna get Gegard Musasi on the podcast. Love it. He's fighting Roy McDonald. Yep. So they got Gegard. They got Roy McDonald. Two absolute world class fighters. Absolute world class. Top of the food chain. Maybe the best 185 and the best 170 in the world. Certainly in the argument, right? Then, 100%. you know, look, Ryan Bader's never looked better. Ryan Bader's never looked better. He's he might, in a heavyweight tournament right now. He may now. not ever beat John Jones, but he's never looked better. You know what I'm saying? Phenomenal. I mean, he looks fucking incredible. When he knocked out King Mo. He could be heavyweight champion. He could be heavyweight he's champion. he's light heavyweight champion right now. And who knows, man? Maybe him going up to heavyweight would be better for him. I mean, maybe he doesn't have to cut weight. Maybe he could fight more, I mean, especially as an, old, as an older guy well, in his he, 30s. If he can beat Mitrione. That says yeah. a lot. Well, he's really gotten better and better and better. His he's never, never phenomenal. stopped getting better. Yeah. Then, of course, you got Paul Daly, one of the most exciting motherfuckers in any weight division, who's got a nuclear missile for a left hand. His last and then fight was tough. Yeah. Michael Venom Page. Phenomenal. Who did Paul? Well, Paul Daly's last fight with Fitch was brutal, man. That's that's fit, Fitch is going to Fitch, though, Okay, bro. but why make that fight? That's what I'm saying. Why, why do that, that fight? fight? What are we doing here? Why would you diminish Fitch Daly? Fitch is going to Fitch, bro. And why would you diminish Daly? Like in in terms of like he was marketability upset. after the Larkin fight, so he KOs Larkin, who Larkin I always felt like a, was a dark horse at 170, especially after he fucked up Neil Magny. Smoked Neil Magny. I was like, dude, this guy is something. Bounced. He's got a lot of weird skills, man. Larkin's got a weird way of moving. He's got that oblique kick that he does to the body. But then he struggled in Bellator. He came over there, you know, he's mm -hmm. fighting Lima. Lima's a motherfucker. So Lima he struggled beat him. with him. Lima beat him, but it was close. He lost two in a row. And then he got KO'd. Yeah. yeah. See, man, you're in a then slug he won his last fest. One. You're in a slug fest with Paul Daly, dude. That dude That's has got idea. something crazy in his left hand. But that you know they're doing, they're doing Paul Daly and Michael Venom Page next. Paul Daly signs new Bellator contract, accepts Joe Schilling's call out. Oh, Jesus. Joe Schilling not versus MMA, Paul right? Daly in MMA. MMA. Yes, Joe Schilling. Schilling's fighting MMA now. Paul Daly's not taking anybody down. They're going to stand, son. That's interesting. 
If it was a kickboxing match, I'd be more excited. But do you think Paul Dale's going to try to take him down after all the shit he talks about guys taking him down? I don't think there's I a, don't think he'll a take chance him in hell. Down. Yeah. I don't I, think I'd, I'd rather see hell. Joe Schilling fight in kickboxing. One yes. of the best kickboxers in the world. MMA's tough for him. He wants to fight MMA now. That's then what he's do, doing. I'll watch it. Here's I'll tune in for sure. The problem that Joe's been having is they don't give him enough money in kickboxing. Bellator That's kickboxing even, it's just not materializing. Because he's not with Glory anymore, right? He's Bellator. Yeah, I know, but he was in Glory, or no? Right. Yeah. yeah, he was in Glory, and then he came over to Bellator a couple years ago, and he's fought well. He's I love watching fights. Fight. Yeah, I loved watching but fight kickboxing. For whatever reason, Bellator kickboxing just does not have the appeal. Kickboxing Bellator, doesn't have the appeal. But it's crazy to me, man. I do not understand. I do not understand. Really? I do I not do. understand. I do. If I boxing is popular, how is kickboxing not popular? I don't know. I, I, I watch boxing. I'd much rather watch it than kickboxing. Did you watch Rico Verhoeven's last fight? Sure did. Fucking that was amazing. It was cool. Against- uh, I'm not uh, stopping my plans ben for it, Ben Sadiq. You're not stopping your Friday night for it. I would if I didn't have shit to do. I know, but <laughs> but yeah, but, but have shit to we've do. We've done we've done glory fight companions, have we? Yeah, I did a glory fight companion with Joe Schilling, and who else did it? I was in here. Well, listen, you would have been here. True, don't, don't I never be, miss fight companions. You're, you're gonna make fun of the things I love, like I made fun of your soccer. I see what there you're you doing. Go. Full you're circle. down on me. Full circle, sir. <laughs> I got to find something. Dude, I love kickboxing, no, man. No, I, I enjoy kickboxing. I think Glory puts out the best product. I I'm, think Glory's phenomenal. I'm actually bummed out that Lion Fight is not on uh, Access TV anymore. Yeah. They lost their deal with Access TV. Well, if you had done fight campaigns for Lion Fight, it'd probably still uh, be around. I think so. we did one. No? No. No. I think we only did Glory. Come on, bro. Fight companion for Glory. Bam. Joe. Si That's right. Eve Edwards and Joe Schilling. Son? 2016. Son? I would have done it since then. She didn't have time, man. Okay? It's because it's kickboxing. I still love it. But you shut would shut up. fucking down for, you know. Well, we only did one Bellator, too. We only done one Bellator ever. What was that? That was a big Bellator. Yeah, who was that? <sighs> who was fighting? It was all KOs and submissions. It was amazing. It's an nice. amazing card. Shane, Shane Carwin fight. No, Shane Come hasn't on, fought. Bro. How dare you? You God shut your mouth. Jamie. Jamie's you like, uh, who's better, Dr. One. J or LeBron? <laughs> You fucking dork. How dare you? <laughs> Shane dork. Carwin. Shane, Shane Carwin's Car never fought in Bellator. Ever. You son you of know a better bitch. Than this. You son of a bitch. The wrong name came to my head. Shane Carwin. <laughs> name. I apologize. God, I'm trying to think who the fuck was. It was a big Bellator. It was a, and, and you, me, and Eddie did it. It was a phenomenal night. Was it Fedor Mitrione? It was 198, but it's not. Who was it? Fedor, Fedor, Frank Mir? Frank Mir. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Bombs yeah. on bombs on bombs. Yeah, Fedor Frank Mir was chaos. Yes, that yeah. was a good night. It, you know, Frank Mir, I really appreciate that guy. I, I appreciate the way he thinks and talks about fighting too. And one of the things he said is like, remember Fedor uh, hip tossed him, slammed him on his back, and he said he just got up and just wanted to swing at him. His ego got the best of him, and that wasn't the, the plan. The plan wasn't just. Recklessly abandoned and no, engage on him. No, do that with Fedor. Yeah, but, but he almost beat him. He almost beat him. He, he had him wobbled. Well, this is the thing. I think Fedor gets you into his groove. Like he did that with Arlovsky. Mm -hmm. He's done it with a lot of people. He gets you into his groove, and then he and then he cracks you with something. Game over. He's done it to Brett Rogers. But I think that I was I was curious to see how that fight was taking place because in the beginning Frank was catching him. He caught him, Frank, yeah, and yeah. then rushed in. But Frank also said ring rust is real. Like he's like, dude, I need the experience. Like I haven't felt that kind of right. like nerves and right. stuff going to a fight in a long time. Like it's been a long layoff for me. He's like, yeah, how long had he been off? Two years. Two years. He's like, I just need yeah. to get back in there. Yeah, it you been know, nice Josh, Josh Barnett's supposed to sign with him with Bellator. 
Scott Coker's on the phone with Barnett, and they've worked together before, so you know that boy Barnett gets in there. Yeah, Mario, Mario Batali's in the kitchen right now making some sauce. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's ch- chopping up some basil Dude. and some garlic. Fucking Barnett. <laughs> Let him for their heavyweights, it's trouble. Get saucy. Dude. Let them get saucy. Barnett, saucy yeah. against Ryan Bader. Well, who do they have? They have Bader. They have... Chael um, Sonnen. Uh, Chael Sonnen. Um, Frank Mir. Remember when, Frank, when, when Josh stopped Frank Mir? How does he realize how good Josh is? Josh is a nightmare. He's a nightmare. Remember we beat the brakes off Roy Nelson? Beat the shit out of him for five rounds. Beat the shit out of him. And showed some serious cardio. Some serious cardio to do that for five rounds. Yeah, Josh is a nightmare for all those dudes. Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he might be Bellator heavyweight champion. He could. Especially if you let the man sleep in, you know what I'm saying? Honk. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Oh, just trust his Don't pain. hate on him, just man. Just look at it. It's all yellow and older, healthy. Older with just skills for days. Leave him alone. Yeah, that's the problem. When those old dudes get a hold of that juice, they got all that year, those years and years of learning and experience. And then all of a sudden, their body starts moving like a young man's body again. That's why TRT Vitor was so fascinating. He might go over to Bellator. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If, well, he might sign with Ryzen, but he might go to Bellator. But too. if he goes even to Bellator, Bellator for Vitor, is like he's like, dude, you know, you guys test a little bit. I don't. I don't even want that. <laughs> <laughs> like Bellator's doesn't too strict for me. I don't want that. Well, that was one of the things that um, <clears throat> Rory, um, not Rory, um, that uh, Gegard Musasi was talking about guys fighting him. Who was he? Who was he bringing up that he would need extra testing from? He was just talking about this. Gegard was just talking about this. Like somebody, at 205 or 85, do you remember? Well, he, at 85. Who was it? Machida. Machida. That's right. Oh, well, Machida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was, that's right. Because he lost a decision to Machida over in Bellator. He wants extra drug testing for Leo to Machida if they rematch. I don't trust that guy. He said, whoa. Bellator's going, no problem, man. Just sign the contract. Oh, yeah, we'll we, extra. oh, we checked. Yeah, we we'll make sure on it. it. Looks like pee. Tastes like pee. Instead <laughs> of once, we did it twice. <laughs> Leoto confirmed it's PP. Yeah, we, we let him know six months in advance when yeah, he's going to be tested. We give him a heads up. He's getting yeah. tested a lot. Yeah, we post-dated all we gave his him a urine schedule. samples. He has a full schedule. You want it to? Yeah, look, we have 12 urine samples. We took them all on the same day, but we got them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need to do, man. Even that's too strict for fucking Vitor, though. Hey, have you heard anything about Tony Ferguson? How's his knee doing? I don't know. What is going on with I him? I don't know. Eddie, just had, uh, Eddie Bravo just had shoulder surgery uh, a couple weeks ago. He just took his... Um, I think actually a week ago, just took his stitches out. It must have yesterday. been bad for him to have surgery because I remember the last time I saw him. Torn I saw labor. Tommy's story. He's like, he's going like this backstage. I'm good, man. I'm good. And he's doing this. Well, it must it, not have been good. He yeah. must have done something and hurt it again and realized he just should go ahead and bite the bullet and get the surgery. I need to get them uh, stem cells or whatever the stem cells. I, I need them stem cells in this <laughs> knee, in this left Team knee. Team Dagestan breaking. If the negoti- negotiations. Of on the fight, okay, this is Russian uh, translation. Yeah. Team Khabib versus Notorious MMA will not be achieved. Then next week, UFC announces fight Team Khabib versus Tony Ferguson XT, UFC 229, October 6th. <gasps> How can he come back that quick? Dude, wait, d- a minute, d- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't even a real, I mean, MMA Team Dagestan, that <clears throat> doesn't work. Yeah, but wait a minute. Let me think of like when Tony, go to Tony Ferguson's uh, Instagram. You showed him like breakdancing, right? When did Tony Ferguson have a surgery? That was before Brooklyn. So before Brooklyn was what? How many months ago was that? Two months ago? Correct. There's no way. There's how, no, does he, how does he do that? Dude, and from, from, Four from what is, I hear, Conor versus Khabib is happening. Yeah. It's fucking happening this year. Mm. That's, really? That's, that's what you hear? That's, what the, that's how the UFC gets him out of jail? 
to listen. I don't think they give a Bro. fuck. I mean, we, we're finding out what's going to happen in uh, in July, right? End of the so there's club. go to these. Uh, just go to the actual images. The the yeah, go back and then scroll down. Let me see that one right there. The way he's moving around. There's a video. Let me see that. This is him recently. Hmm. It's fucking slow. <laughs> yeah, he's like just he's controlled. I mean, yeah. Tony's an f- absolute freak. So when he's ready to go, he'll be ready to go. But it almost hurts him because he's such a freak and he wants it so bad he might not be ready. You know? Right. And he might hurt himself. <clears throat> yes. But I, he's got to be with state of the art guys, man. Um, it's Tony Ferguson. Sure was that good. one up there with the. So he's doing that one right there. No, right. You just had it. There you go. Look at this. So he's getting on his knees and crawling across mats. So this Shit. this does not totally look like a guy who's ready to fight though. This looks like he's and just to, breaking to down. To fight Khabib in October, scar tissue. That'd be a little strength, tough. flexibility, motivation, creativity increasing tremendously. Not one hundred percent, but close. Champ he's strap. Eleven weeks out. Eleven weeks out. That's not much time, man. That's not even three months. That's a weird thing. It's like, you know, these guys, they have incredible willpower and in- incredible endurance and incredible, like, just the focus and, and drive and discipline to get better, but your body has to heal. If I'm the UFC, I'm, I'm paying to, and I don't know how stem cells work, but if I'm Dana, I'm paying for Tony C, a stem cell doctor every week. Yeah, to I get, don't even to get know. That fight back. I don't know how it if works. That would totally help. I mean, maybe it would help. I think everything helps a little bit, right? It's amount of what, how much is. It's not like you can really measure it. Like you've got a, a body chart where I can look at your diagnosis and go, oh yeah, look. After we shot the stem cells in, look your number it's here. Definitely gonna help your though. Tissue it's, went it's up. It's better 35. than eating fucking fruit roll-ups. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's. I don't know what he's doing. I, w- I would assume he's doing something. I would do growth. I would do a shitload of growth, which you might get flagged for. I don't know what they're doing with testing, but I don't think you could really test for growth. I'm, I'm honest with you. You have to do blood work. I don't think they're really. Yeah, man. I think it's real, real iffy whether or not they can catch you doing that. The IGF one. Yeah, I, I, to catch growth and it's sh- half life, you have to do blood work. So I don't know how they test these days. How do they test when they randomly show up? Do they get blood in urine or just urine? I have no idea. They've never tested. I, I, I so it's just urine. That those guys could probably get away with it. But Correct. Such a, but such a dangerous move. If they flag you with it and then you're out for a year. Oh. Yeah, but it, but if I'm injured and, and I have a doctor's prescription for HGH to recover, I'm doing all the HGH But would they let you do cells. that? Would the, would, the, would the UFC allow? You can't even have a fucking IV. Like, while he's going through all this, he can't take an IV. How lame is that? Like, if he feels dehydrated. How lame is that? How stupid terrible. is that? What are we well, doing? Well, how about this? What if he wants to get an IV NAD drip, which will help him recover? I know. What if he wants to get an IV? In the, that's not even, like, outlawed. What if he wants to get IV vitamins, like a, a vitamin infusion? You but, can do that. But for, for the if you're in the UFC business, why wouldn't you want that guy to be on all the HGH he can get just yeah. to recover just his to recover. knee so he can fight Khabib? To fight for 155, which we're all vying to see. Yeah. That's good for business. Who yeah. gives a flying fuck what he's, how he's doing? You'd want there? him for sure on the stuff that you can do, like platelet-rich plasma or, you know, dude, send him down to Panama. Fucking like a David Lee Roth song. Panama. I agree. Look, the thing about Panama and going to like Dr. Neil Reardon and doing all that shit that uh, Mel Gibson was talking about on the podcast with his dad, yeah. that stuff's legal. It's legal in Panama. You go down there, and they'll they'll do shit that TJ is, went down there. right? TJ's gone down there twice. He's gone down there twice. And it's all legal. Totally. TJ's doing it, it's legal. It's totally above board. You're allowed to do it. I'd fly that fucking doctor in here, and I'd have. You can't do it here. You have to do it in Panama because they're doing things that aren't legal in the United States. Well, all right. Either way, private jet Tony's ass Woo! there. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. 
Anyone gets hurt, we got this. Yeah. We'll cover this. There's bill. not enough money, though. See, the thing, they How said that the UFC you? made more money last year than ever before, right? It's like a record year. Okay. And a lot of it was like all these deals. But do you know how much money they must have to pay every month for that loan? They have a $4 billion purchase. That's so much money. Yeah, that but is... they just signed a huge fucking nut with mm -hmm. e ESPN and the streaming deal, ESPN+. Right. Plus. But do you think they have enough money where they could fly guys down to Panama every time everybody gets hurt? All 500? We're not, I'm, not talking, I'm talking about special treatment. I'm talking Tom Brady. I'm, if I'm the New England Patriots, I'm flying down there by any means necessary. Okay, when do you take it off? When do you not allow it? Do you let Michael Chiesa <clears throat> fly down there? Nope. You're shaking your head. No. No. Damn. You gotta, you gotta be what if he strangles level? Pettis? No. <gasps> you son what's he, what's of he a ranked? Bitch. What's he ranked? You son of a bitch. We'll have to find out. It's also Pettis hasn't exactly been on a Okay, Kevin streak. Lee. You send Kevin Lee down there? Oh, probably. Yeah, you send Kevin down there. You send Kevin Lee probably down, send Kevin down, down there. there. He, beat, he beat Michael, didn't he? <laughs> Choked him out, didn't he? He did, he did. didn't he? The kid's got a lot of star power, too, <laughs> doesn't star he? Star power. I'm like a shitty promoter. Yeah. No, you know, there's, Kevin there's Lee. levels to this game where, like, like if LeBron gets hurt, we're flying him mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Michael Chiesa, number nine. Kevin Lee, number five. Okay, do you fly down Dustin Poirier? Ooh, you don't. This you is tough, right? <laughs> Bro, why are you giving me trouble with all these fucking guys? <laughs> what Dude, about uh, I gotta look Gagey. at pay-per-view numbers. No, he's lost two. We're not flying wow. him down. Wow, you don't fly him down. Maybe no, you're you can on fight win two now. Maybe you're, you can you're on win fight two. nights. Oh, okay. Can you charter a plane and get a bunch of them in at once? Or listen, see now you're talking <laughs> from Michael for Johnson from the Michael Johnson fight with Justin Gagey. He gets flown down for the rest of his fucking life. That's right, can what I can we inject brain cells? Yes, we're gonna go through the ears. Just if if we inject up. brain cells, we're gonna there. get him to lie with his head on one side. We're gonna fill his ears up, let it soak into his brain. You know, there's holes in his ear, yeah. and then let him lie down on the other side, fill them up with stem cells. <laughs> Just go right through the nose. We're going through I mean, the whole body. I mean, I'm giving Khabib, Connor, Tony, Eddie Alvarez, and Nate Diaz a fucking frequent flyer card into that bitch. Do you know that um, that's something that um, Kyle Kingsbury said he did? He did some sort of nasal exosomes, right? And that, what, Do you remember him talking about that? Sort of. Did he talk about that on the podcast or off the podcast? He's into all kinds of he's crazy right state-of-the-art right? shit. Oh, he's super he's a freak. He's a big fella. Yeah. That's a big fella, that Former Kyle football Kingsbury. player, jacked. Super athlete, too. Does everything to try and get the best body mm -hmm. possible. Well, now that he works it on it, too, like, that's his job. Correct. You know, he's on, the, on top of Brilliant everything dude. new that's coming out, what can help, and what, what's the newest, latest, greatest shit. So you're saying he injected testosterone right into his nose? <laughs> <laughs> I no, I think it's exosomes. What's that? I think it's the shit that makes uh, stem cells effective. Into his nose? Was he talking about that? Was that Ben Greenfield? God damn it. Out I think it was Ben people. Greenfield. This is why I think it was. Okay, now I remember. <clears throat> ben Greenfield? Ben Greenfield crashed his bike hard and really hurt himself. It hit his nose? Yeah, he hurt his head. Okay. And uh, one of the things he did, that's who it was. One of the things he did to mitigate CTE is have exosomes shot up his nose. He did it IV, had it done up his nose, and he did like a full body exosome he treatment. It helped? Dude, this, do you know who Ben Greenfield is? I've listened to him you on your podcast. You gotta have him on your show. On Fire First the Kid? of all, yes. First of all, he's a super genius. Tell Brian to shut the fuck up while he's talking. I can't. 
I feel like he should be on Brian's podcast. Him, talk about no, no, books. no, no. But he's he's also a super athlete. Like oh, he yeah? does a lot of crazy shit, like tough mutters and all oh, that I'm, stuff. But he's I'm on for that. the ball when it comes to the latest and greatest stuff. He did a whole article for was it Esquire or when he shot his dick up with stem cells and oh, talked sick. about oh, all man. the different things he oh, did to his now. dick. Oh, yeah, really? PRP and stem into cells his dick? into his dick. Yeah, he, and he self-administered it. His dick has like gills now, and he's a super genius. Oh man, then. But Brian will take over the conversation. Guy. That's what I'm saying. Tell about, Brian to shut the fuck up or leave him at home. I know. Or tell Brian we don't That's have the podcast uh, that day. You know, the, the French Alps where they train his skiers. Hey! God damn it. Greenfield's here. Talk. He's here just today. Please let him talk. Let him go. Please let him yeah, talk. I, I, when Ben's here, I just wind him up and let him tell me, drop science on me. Dude, that dinner you're at, that you posted with all those smart people, were you guys trying to solve uh, the world crisis or what was going on there? Where did you guys eat? Eating, talking shit. Like you talk shit like we talk shit, probably not. No, they they're smart fun guys. They're smart man. shit though, right? No, there's some shit talking. Especially uh, Sam Harris is very funny. Believe is it he? or not, yeah, he's very funny. Really? smart, dude. Yeah, he's All real funny. Eric Weinstein too. is very funny. Uh, and then Peterson was there, right? Yeah, and Jordan Rubin, uh, Dave Rubin rather is uh, Dave Rubin's a stand-up, and then Jordan Peterson can be funny sometimes. He's uh, just insanely smart though. Does, does, like one, does one person start the topic and then you guys go around like a round table? No, we were all just talking. And then some, sometimes we were all talking together and a couple times we broke off into separate conversations. Yeah, you go into groups, don't yeah. you? Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Those big dinners are tough because you don't really talk to You break off in groups. Who's close to you, you know? Yeah. It was fun, though. It's fun knowing people that are way smarter than you. <laughs> That's my entire friend. All my friends are smarter than me. I thought about this the other way. Oh, wow. Everyone's smarter than me. That's cool. That's what you want, though. Yeah, you don't want to be you the one be the who smart, has the If you're the smartest guy in the group, you're a fucking... That's not Dude, good. You don't want to be the Just like you don't want to be the toughest guy in the room. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. No, no, you need tough training partners. Yeah. You also need tough training partners to get good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to be the best fighter in your gym. Well, really interesting people... The, it makes you crave interesting conversations, mm -hmm. makes you more interested in different subjects. They motivate you the same way, like, if you were training with Brian Ortega, you, you'd want jiu-jitsu to be tighter. You would you yeah. get motivated by watching them. It's like I, I did a podcast, I think, Drinking Bros, with uh, Matt Best and those guys, mm -hmm. and they're all super high-level military guys. They're asking me about fighting or whatever, and we're doing our dick jokes. I'm like, no, hold on, because I want to hear what they say about the military, because they have this fucking, they have their black belts in military and all right. that combat experience. Yeah. So I flipped the script on them. It was fucking fascinating. Mm. Well, your, your listeners are going to hate this, because they probably don't know this, but it went by in like missions and how it goes down. I was wow. fucking fascinated, man. It is I don't want to talk. Right. I want to hear them talk. Have you ever uh, done a podcast with Jocko? No, I fucking... Uh, do you know Jocko? I don't know him at all. Well, you do, well, I woke you up early on the other day and felt like uh, tweeting, like, what's up now, bitch? Ha, you woke up earlier than Jocko? Yeah. What time were you up? Uh, I think like four something, but he posted he was up at like five something. I'm Jocko's like, a character. He's, he's been on the carnivore diet before it was the carnivore diet. He just eats steak. I look at him, I think, that's steak. <laughs> You know, no, I, I need steak. to have him on the podcast for sure. He would be a great guest. I know. We, I think uh, someone goes, man, we need to get Jocko on fire in the kid. I put, let's do it. And he goes, he goes, I'm there, but we just got to figure it out. Yeah. Just get, I'll, I'll give you his number after yeah. the show. But, uh, he's, he's one of those dudes where you, if you read his stuff enough and pay attention, enough, it will increase your motivation. It just mm -hmm. will. He's the real deal. You know, he has this video called, you ever seen his video? Good. You ever seen Good? No, please play it. Oh, my God. How long is it's it, It's going to give you a rock-hard boner. Long? What is it, a couple minutes? Two minutes long? It's tough to Dude, motivate it's one me. of my favorite. I've I, I watched this at least once every six months, and I'm not <clears> bullshitting. Really? Yeah. We played it on the podcast already. Go uh, full screen and uh, give me some volume. 
And don't start it prematurely, you son of a bitch. Let it load up. <laughs> one of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would he would call me up or Wait, we pause this real quick? with some Shh. Shh. What are you What's doing? his background? Navy SEAL commander. I'm in. Say no more, fam. Okay. Direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on. And he'd say, boss, we got this and that and the other thing. And I'd look at him and I'd say, good. And finally one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having, some problem. And he said, I already know what you're going to say. And I said, well, what am I going to say? He said, you're going to say good. He said, that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say, good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get funded. Didn't get the job you wanted. Got injured. Sprained my ankle. Got tapped out. Good. Got beat. Good. You learned. Unexpected problems. Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well then hell, you still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage go out on the attack. <laughs> Gangster. Dude, when it comes from a guy oh, I know. like him, I know. it has a different meaning behind different it. Different meaning, yeah. When yeah. those guys speak, I listen, man. I, I hear that sometimes when I run. When I'm running hills and I'm tired, I just go, good. Good. I just keep going. I'm tired. Good. Good. Tired? Good. good. You're good, supposed to man. be. Working hard. Good. Fight with your girlfriend? But good. The Bring it, bitch. It's Having that attitude, though, like making that switch in your mind to just look at things in a different way. Everybody can do that. Everybody. That's not unattainable. When you listen to something like that, the real beauty of something that inspires you like that is you hear it, and then you can actually put it into action. This do you, is, but do you ever have a problem being self-motivated, Joe? Like, I've, like the, don't get me wrong, that's fucking fantastic. I've never been a guy who's been drawn to the motivational stuff or I, I just never have been. I've, I've never needed it. I've been blessed in that regards. I don't know what it is. I like but what, it. Even when bad things happen, I'm always super positive. Always. Not, That's great. Now, when I say bad things, I'm not comparing right. my right, bad right. situations to fucking Jocko in, the, in war. Right. I'm talking whether it's a f when I lost a fight, um, if something's going wrong, if it, in stand-up, something business-wise, right. I don't get something. I'm usually all good. I always ha I'm usually pretty positive. You are. You're a very positive guy. I think that's one of the secrets to your success is that you look at things in a good way and you have confidence and you act. You know, I mean, I, I tell all these young stand ups, 
I go, Brendan Child's been doing comedy for two fucking years. You got to look what he's doing. This is what when an athlete goes after something. Like yeah. you, you, you have the work ethic of an athlete mm -hmm. and the mindset of an athlete, but you're also funny. Mm -hmm. See, the thing about comedy is a lot of people that are really funny are also we're sob, we're we're personal saboteurs. We self sabotage. We are impulsive. A lot of times, get addicted to things. It's like real, like the type of person that becomes a stand up is a person who says ridiculous shit. They say things that are socially unacceptable things because yeah. they know it's going to get a rise. Yeah. They hang around with a bunch of other degenerates like you and me hang yeah. around, and yeah. you get you, you. This is a certain style of person, yep. like a Joey Diaz style of person. But you're an athlete who has those attributes. So for you, like what, what I tell like young guys in particular, I go, this highlights the importance of discipline. It doesn't make you less funny. That's a cop out. Like a lot of people think that discipline makes you less funny. There's the comics have these weird cop outs. Like you don't want to be a guy who works hard. You want to be a guy who's funny. Some guys are funny and it's effortless. Yep. That's nonsense. Working hard in everything. You should work hard in everything. Everything that you try to do, you should put the more attention and more focus you put on it, the better you're going to get at it. Correct. Yeah, I, I just don't want to be a loser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I also I just, I don't want to embarrass myself or people either. If they pay for a ticket, I don't want to be like, dude, Jesus Christ. Well, also, you can do it. You can do it. Correct. You know? You can do it. So if you can do it, just keep doing it. Yep. Get better at it. Keep working at it. Keep swinging. It's a fascinating thing to do for a living, man. You know? It's the best. Fuck. Kidding me? But, but discipline, man. So I've, I've, um... I've never necessarily had a problem self-motivating, but I've always drawn inspiration from a lot of different sources. Really? Yeah, I go to The Rock's Instagram page every day. Every day. No bullshit. Because he's always hustling. I see The Rock. He's God, always fucking see, I don't flying around that. in a jet. He's always in the gym. But just that, a little but the, bit. But The Rock inspires you, but Kevin yes. Hart doesn't on no, jets? He does. No, no, no. He does too. No, really? No, not on jets. The jet thing is no, I get I, that. I know, That's I, funny. No, but when Kevin Hart's in the gym all the time, that inspires me for to sure. To work out. He's constantly in the gym. Doesn't mean I'm gonna work out because of Kevin Hart. No, I, I was gonna that, work out already. But you're just like, fuck yeah, let's I get it. Like watching people kick ass. There he is. Bam. The right. I also like people kicking ass. Like I, I, I don't hate anyone. I root for everyone. Good. Like I, it, it's almost a problem where I root for everyone. Yeah. I almost think it was almost a. It was my downfall as a, a fighter and as a football player. I would root for everyone. I didn't hate anybody. <laughs> I want everyone to do well. But in, but it helps me in comedy. Like I want everyone to. I want yeah. everything to be good. Yeah. Like I did a show at the Ice House, and like you need someone to open up for you. And so I called Emily at the comedy store. I'm like, Hey, do you have two door guys who are vying for spots? She's like, Fuck yeah, give me a list. So every show I'm always trying to get, bring the door guys in. That's beautiful. I'm like, How can I? You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I want everyone to do well. That's beautiful. Because when I look at like what inspires me is like when you post a video in the crowds in Idaho or whatever, or Chris D'Elia, you know, or, or, or like the crew when guys are doing mm -hmm. like to me, that's it's trying to keep up with that because I, I feel like I'm in this we're in this race, right? Yeah, we're in this race together, and everyone's fucking beast and animals, and you gotta you, you're gonna fall back in the pack, man, be a loser, and get fucking eaten by these lions, <laughs> or you keep running with these monsters. Yeah, that's it's, how I look at it. Well, it's it's a great attitude to have in anything. If you want the people around you to do well, it's a great attitude to have with everything. That's been it's one of the major secrets to my success for sure. Is have a bunch of people around you that are kicking ass, and then like helping them, yes. helping everybody, promoting everybody, yeah. letting everybody know, and encouraging everybody. And then you know when everybody's doing great and everybody's, it's just it feels it's it's a good feeling for all involved. When people go selfish and they only want a good thing to happen to them, and they get upset if good things happen to other people, that's poison, man. Yeah, the jealousy doesn't work. It does the opposite of work. It does. That's so. There's a there's an actual quote about that. 
that jealousy is one of the rare emotions that achieves the opposite effect that it intends to because you intend to like diminish someone by being jealous of them but in fact you diminish yourself yeah you're putting energy into things yeah. you can't control and it does not matter <clears throat> yeah i forget who made that quote but it's even uglier when it's jealousy amongst friends oh, that's that's when worst. it's and we all have seen it we've 100%. all seen it's weird it's a weird thing to see it's it's weird to me uh when I was fighting, it was weird to see people who, I won't mention names, but we were on the same group and a guy would, would be fighting. You could tell they didn't want him to succeed. Ooh. I'm like, dude, we, ju we just went to an eight-week camp. Like, you're tough. I'm like, tough? I'm like, oh, you're, you're jealous, man. Ooh. With his success, it's not gonna. You can go on your own path. That's a weird thing, man. And with 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 comedy, we don't. See, I thought I'd get it way worse. I thought people were gonna fucking hate me when I walked in the store, laugh at you. But we, I don't see it around there. And if I do it, they're not saying it to my face. But, no, because our what group's it is, there. Well, it's also once you're proven to actually be funny, you're in. It doesn't. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Everybody just wants you to be funny. But if you were like some guy who was like maybe an actor that was kind of half-assing it, and people would come to see you just because you were an actor, but yeah. you weren't really trying, you didn't respect, which we've all seen in the like past. Been, well, there's been a bunch of those people that tried to get sitcoms back in you know the early days. And during the sitcom days, when there was a lot of comics like that were getting these deals, and then they would do a sitcom based around them. Very few of them ever became like a Seinfeld or something like yeah. that, but, but they gave it a lot of deals, man. Developmental and deals. And so there was a lot of actors who got into comedy and put together like a quote-unquote act to try to get a deal. Like they would, they would do it because they would look at it seeing like, look, if they're just going to audition for shows, it's really difficult to stand out from the crowd. I mean, unless you look like Luke Rockhold or you got some, you know, you're the perfect Ryan Reynolds looking fella. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Fuck yeah. And then if you're a girl, like you have to be like really hot or yeah. you have to be really big. Like you have to, <clears throat> something has to be funny about you, yeah. right? Well, if you're a stand-up, there's no rules. Like you can be Ali Wong, you can be Roseanne Barr, you can be, I mean, there's no, you just have to be funny. Yep. Like anybody. That's all that matters. Right. So a lot of actors looked at it like, oh, I'll just put together an act. And oh man, stand-ups would hate them. Oh my. They would hate them. I'm sure it wouldn't go well either. Cause no. it's, it's within like, it's whoever it is. Let's say yeah. fucking John Goodman says so I start doing stand-up, right? And he come on stage and we're like, oh fuck, that's John Goodman. And after about three minutes, like, okay. That's John Goodman. What yeah. the fuck are you going to do, man? Well, that was Michael Richards. You know, Michael Richards wasn't re didn't really have a background in stand-up. He had a background. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like, he would do like, he would, it wasn't, it didn't have like an act. He would do like, he would fall down on stage and play like, he was doing Kramer. He'd be the character. He'd be was Kramer. Yeah, it was very strange. And I don't know if he did it for a long time and then stopped doing it for a long time and then started doing it again after Seinfeld. But before he had that, you know, air quotes, incident at the Laugh Factory, um, we, you know, we'd seen him a couple of times and it was weird. You know, it just, it, it was like a really, really famous open mic night guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, strange. It was like a guy who's super famous, but really it hasn't been doing sweat. it that much because you're going up at the laugh factor comedy store yeah. and you got to remember it's murder they're not booking those people so it's murder's yeah. row for whatever reason you got in but you're on that lineup with bill burr and Ooh. you and delia and you got to go up and the crowd's used to seeing high level fucking stuff yeah this was like what 2006 or some shit when did all that go down with him Brian said he was at the improv and drove over <laughs> Well, I had gotten back to the comedy store, and uh, I think it was Brent Ernst. I think 
I think he saw, yeah, he was over at the Laugh Factory when it happened, and he came back, and he was like, he was like, yo, I just left the Laugh Factory. He goes, fucking Kramer's up there throwing the N-bomb. And I was like, no, what happened? He goes, dude, it, went, it was crazy. He lost his shit. He was getting heckled. So we had heard about it. But then when, it, when the cell phone video got when TMZ leaked, released that shit, everybody was like, oh, wow. Game, set, match. Like, this is a new thing. Dude, yeah, it was weird, man. I was uh, I was doing something in the belly room the other night, and I've never seen Brody Stevens do stand up. I've never seen him, and then he got up there and just he came I, again. I, I I know who he is, obviously. He's always around, but I've never seen him. Just, and then he just came out like doing crowd work and not using the mic. And I looked at Sam. I go, "What what the fuck's he doing, man?" He's like, just, "You've never seen him." I go, and he goes, "Just watch." And it was so funny, man. Yeah, Brody's he's been doing it forever, and it's just. Fantastic oh at that. God. He does crowd work for, he does those warm ups for so many television shows for so many years that he's like super comfortable just talking to people. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking, I was dying. The special came out recently. I think it's on iTunes. I don't oh, know really? If it's anywhere else. Live yeah. from the main room? They taped it and the main, doing that set, the, the, the Kinison set, the spot. No shit. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. Wow. When did they do this? It just came out maybe recently. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he, oh, he, he was talking about it on stage. Good for them. Dude, that's he, awesome. He can go around and he'll go, Iowa. And they're like, yeah, for my goes, there you go. And moves on to the next person. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. It was so funny. He's a weird He's guy. He's like, I'll be here to 2 a.m. It's yeah. 10. I'll 2 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? That's how he kicked it off. I'm like, what is going on right now? Well, his, uh, his style is so unusual because on paper, you would never understand where the punchlines are. But then when you hear him say it, you can't invited. stop laughing. Yeah. yeah, it's like I was dying. I don't know if he writes it or if he just does it. I wonder. I'd like to ask him if he writes stuff down or if he just does it. Wow. There's a few guys like that that are just funny the way – like Theo's like that. Funny the way they say shit. Like yes. Theo says shit that I could say the same shit it wouldn't be funny. Correct. But he says it and it's fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. That's the king about comedy, man. Like nobody really knows what funny is until you hear it. But there's also something uh, – Steve uh, Simone, mm -hmm. he was saying um, – because I, I was telling him, I go, he goes, man, you're here a lot. I go, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just jump on anyone's shows because I want to make sure it's not my crowd, to, you know, because you got to figure out what's funny because you just played your shows. I don't want to be that guy. He goes, who told you that? Who the fuck told you? He goes, everyone here is trying to get their crowds. He goes, when you're on the road, you want your crowd, man. And I'm like, I know, but when I'm here, I want to make sure it's not my crowd because I feel like the funny uncle at the barbecue if it's my crowd. Right. You don't find out what's working. Yeah. Like the Ice House, I, if it's my crowd, especially at the Ice House, I walk off feel like Kevin Hart. I'm like, what the fuck? That was a fucking A+. Plus. But then you go to the comedy store, and if it's not your crowd, you're like, that was a D. That was a fucking D, That's sir. true, but if you go to the Ice House, and it's your crowd, and you actually record it and listen to it, Which you I can, do. That's important. You can tell what is actually going to work you and can. what's not going to work. You, you can tell. And yes. then you can tighten it up. Mm -hmm. So you have extra confidence at a place like the Ice House to do different shit. To me, what it's like, it's like cross-training. Like, it's not a bad idea to do some kettlebells and run some hills and do jujitsu. It'll probably make you jujitsu better. And I think just doing crowds where no one knows who you are is great, yep. but doing crowds where they know who you are is great too. And as long as you're paying attention, you get a different thing from from each one. Yeah, you're right. 100% right. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the you also get different things from different size rooms, you know? Dude, That's, there's certain things that will work at the Laugh Factory in certain pockets that won't work anywhere at the comedy. It's so strange to me. It's a weird thing, man. It's very strange. It's as strange as it gets. You can feel ener different energies. It's so cool. It's so fascinating, man. 
If, you want, is, if right? you want to talk to someone about the comedy store and like the history of it, uh, Steve Simone just fucking. Oh yeah, dude. he knows a lot of shit. Steve's been around for a long time and couldn't be a nicer guy. Might be the nicest guy in the. He in might the world. be the nicest guy that's ever lived. What Almost like fuck? there's like a darkness back there that I want to. I want to. I know what's going on yeah. there. You want to like push him? Come and on. He's, he's doing what's this new bit about his dad, and I was like, we come from a good family. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Where's this come from, man? Nice guy from a good family. Just one he, day he was open up for Ari in San Francisco. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. the Cobbs. Cobbs is an interesting room. It used to be the tiniest room. It used to be like 150 people, a little tiny room on the road, but it was so good. Everybody wanted to do it. And then they moved to that place, which is like 450. 450. Giant-ass ceiling. It's a big place. It's in crowd there, too. Yeah. Very liberal. Well, that's San Francisco, man. San Francisco, highly educated, very progressive. It's you, it's you. You're doing a different kind of comedy there. Did an abortion joke. Ah! ah! They didn't like it? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. More of a reference, but it did not go well. Yeah. You and be you careful. can feel it. You can yep. feel it. Is, yeah. is there anything worse? No. But you know what it is is when you run into a subject that people don't accept, you got to ask yourself, okay, does my sense of humor different than theirs? Or did I do a shitty job in figuring out how to get that subject to yeah. them? You know, because some subjects, like there's quite a few bits that are gonna be in my Netflix special that when I first started doing them they weren't that good there was something missing like I knew there was something there but you you don't you only know so much when it's written you really find out what's good when you try it mm. on stage and then that's when it sort of comes to life it's like I have almost every bit that I've ever done written in some way but they're all rarely the way I do them yeah you know, once you get on stage with it, that's when you start fucking with it and figure out how to do it. You're more of an outline. Yeah. And then when you get on stage, like, whoosh. yeah, but it's, you know, along the way, sometimes it just tanks. You know, that has to happen. <laughs> Some guys stick with it, though, don't they? That's so crazy. Like, you gotta, you, this isn't work. I saw you do this the other night, man. You gotta it's not it working. Around. Yeah. You gotta move it around. But a good beating, like doing it where it doesn't work, makes you just refocus. Like, let me For go sure. back and look at this thing and figure out why these people got upset. Oh, you know what? If I just do this first, then they'll know where I'm coming from mm -hmm. first. They'll let me get away with that because they won't think I'm an asshole. You know, it's, it's weird. And you fin you're especially finished editing yourself. Yeah. That's uncommon, right? Well, I didn't have much to edit in terms of like content. It was just how much should I cut out and where, what, you know, what show was the best one. That was what it was. Tony, like a really, the, a lot of the best one was the first show. See, I heard t Tony as soon as you guys got done, because I, I text you and I text Tony, and he goes, "I don't even know why we're filming a second one." Home run <laughs> off the first. And it really was, yeah, out of the park. Boston, like, fuck Boston's sakes. fun, man. They're Wilbur, fun. right? That Wilbur Theater's amazing. That place is, you know, because it's like a theater, but it's also like a comedy club. Because mm -hmm. it's like, there's 900 or 1,100 people in the room. And uh, I think it's like 500, 300, 300 or something like that. Yeah. Reminds me of the Palms. If you're, you've come to the Palms. When you yeah. fly at the Palms, it's like. People are right theater, on top of you. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Cool. They're right on top it. of you. Where most theaters so far, you can't feel it. Cat Williams did the Palms one time when we were there. I didn't get a chance to see him, though. God, he's fucking funny. Yeah, he was there. I think he was there, like, the day before the UFC or something like that. My brother went and saw uh, Kevin Hart. He was at Pepsi Center. Oh, yeah? And I went, God, I wonder, 
how how the fuck do you pull off stand up at the Pepsi Center? Jay goes, I know. And my brother's a little bit of a hater by nature. He goes, he can't be that good. And I'm like, dude, he's like the most successful comic ever touring in these stadiums. I bet it's pretty fucking good. And he goes in there and it was like a round stage, like 360. And he goes, dude, it was incredible. Best best he's ever seen. Wow. Which is crazy. He's a fucking powerhouse, man. Powerhouse. That guy's a hustling, performing powerhouse. Yeah. Interesting, right? It's interesting when you see those super winners. Those super winners that just push the envelope of success. It's weird. You know, those those qualities are very strange. It's also strange in comedy because someone, Kevin Hart might be your cup of tea, but then they might hate Bill Burr. Where it's, it's very strange to me. That's silly. Well, I don't. I shouldn't say hate, but yeah, maybe, I know what you're maybe you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, like Bill Burr might be just okay to you, but Kevin Hart's it, your number one. Yeah, but that's okay. That's normal. I mean, there's always going to be people that have different tastes. That's that's same with music. That's the same with For books. Sure. Everything. 100%. Yeah. It's a crazy time for stand-up, though. If you think about how many different comedians are really good right now and have specials, whew, it's nuts. Netflix is blowing up. Blowing up. Do you know Russell Peters was the first comic to get a Netflix special? When did he get his? A long-ass time ago. Really? I heard him in an interview talking about it. I think it was with uh, Sway in the morning. And he goes, yeah, that was the first one. They say, how much did they pay you? And he, he talks about it. Really? He goes, uh, uh, he goes, 10% of what Chris Rock got paid. And they looked it Wait up. Wait a minute. When was he the first one? What year was it? Old school. Really? Find yeah, out. Look Let's it find up. Out. Russell Peters comedy special. Russell I Peters had, is a monster. I had one on Netflix in 2005. I think Russell Peters beat you. Probably. If he was first. Pretty sure he said he was first. Hmm. <clears throat> 2005. Goddamn. Goddamn. I didn't even know Netflix was back then. <clears throat> yeah, nobody knew. That was part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when everyone was, was going on, when people like, my special's on C, so I'm like, oh, fuck. So what else is going on this weekend with the UFC? What other fights are there? Well, you got the, the Ultimate Fighter finale on Friday. Right. Is there Devar's any other on that card? Stylebender. Yeah. Pull up. The, ooh, Stylebender. Brad it, Tavares versus Stylebender? Brad's a motherfucker, man. He I think Brad beats him, but I think, I, really? I love Stylebender, but uh, Brad's been quietly 4-0, but also Brad is a guy who... The rumor is he's injured going this fight. He was going to call the fight off. He's injured. How dare you say that online? No, it's all over. It's out. Is it? Yeah, it's out. What's he injured with? I don't know. He's supposed to pull out, but really? he's going through it. So it depends. People forget Brad can fucking wrestle, too. Hmm. That's a <clears throat> fucking That's a tough fight, fight. for Stylebender. From Nigeria, 13-0, and 0, son. He's a motherfucker. He really is. He's so exciting. Damn. That's very good. Let me see the re the regular UFC card again. That's a big fight. So that's the headline fight. Yeah, and then it's Ultimate Fighter, which is mm. you and see so they're they have, se you see they're selling the Ultimate Fighter house. That's how you know Ultimate Fighter. They're selling. Done. They're selling it. Really? Five mil, son. You want it? Five mil. What? Good investment. What did you say? It's like nineteen bedrooms. Pe people peed all over that house. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> you gonna go in there? It's gonna smell like a dude's balls. I mean, dude's jacked off in those Hot closets Sun with no Rob Font. That's a good fight right there. That's a very good fight. Gokan Saki and Khalil Roundtree Jr. That's a Jr. motherfucking fight. That's a Dude, real good fight. Felder, Mike Perry. Ooh, that's a fucking fight. Oh, that's right. You remember Felder at welterweight? Very interesting. He's <clears throat> a big dude. Felder has to cut some serious weight to make 155. Dude, Felder's a monster on the mic too. He's a great commentator. Very smart. Paulo Costa and Uriah Hall. That's very interesting. Dude, I'm not Vitor saying... Vitor 2.0. I'm not saying Paulo Costa's on all the drugs, but how does he pass <laughs> this fucking test? What? Whose nose is clogged up for that sniff test? 
<laughs> Whose allergies are kicking in that day? <laughs> Who forgot their inhaler? <laughs> like, what? How, <laughs> how, how does the Nowitzki just not live wherever his house is? Dude, he is first team all Is Lando Venat on that car, too? Go yeah, down there. Yeah, look at Ooh. it. It's close. Jakar close and Lando Venato. That might be the sleeper of the night, folks. Yeah, I get this. Fight, no one's even talking about that fight. It's on Fight Pass. That's crazy. Dude, Hooker and Burns is a Woo! motherfucking fight, too. Gilbert Burns, Dan Hooker. Holy shit, what a card this is. Yeah. Dude, this card is insane. Great card. This is an insane card because people aren't even talking about this Hooker-Burns fight. Dude, you know what's going to be sad, though? I think the what? pay-per-view numbers. Oh, how dare you. Mm. You never know. Stipe versus DC. I might get into the twos. 200s? Well, and a lot of people like Max Holloway and Brian Ortega. You Dude, don't think it can make it yeah, into the twos? Do, hell yeah, 200. 200 would be a nightmare, 250 sir. was the last one, right? The Which was terrible. Not good. I See, I, I'm hoping it does around five to 600. Make GSP Please. fight again. You need GSP back. Bring GSP back. Who's the last one? They get real good numbers. I he know. got 850, right? I know. But I see. I think this does around between four hundred, six hundred. Yeah. What do you think, Jamie? I hope so. Jamie made a weird face. I have no idea. It's tough I to tell these days, on. man. <sighs> I, I think they need to get rid of the pay per view model. It's obviously not working. What do you anymore. think they should do? I think they should uh, put these on uh, on for free. I think they should put on ESPN these major fights. <gasps> How are you gonna pay people? Well, the pay-per-view model. The, the top four NBA guys are getting more than the top ten NFL quarterbacks, and those games are all free. So there's a model really? somewhere. Right. 100%. There's a model. That, but right. this model's not working. Yeah, but NBA is way more popular than the well, UFC. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure, but it's also free. For, right. But, the, but also the, the, the sponsorship deals, the endorsement deals are, you know, they have major endorsements. Right, but there's only so many endorsements they're going to get behind cage fighting. You know, it's well, such a crazy Harley sport. Davidson, Ford, right? Bud right. Light, Miller Light. Like, we've had some big more ones. More now, right? Yeah. Roughly the same amount of people. Also, like same amount of fighters, same amount of NBA players, about 500, 500 yeah. or so. Yeah. 550. Yeah, there's no comparison in terms of overall viewership, though. Like, what is a big basketball game? The oh, NBA God. Finals, oh, 35. Yeah, a million, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're killing it. Yeah. I'm just saying, millions I think the, the pay-per-view model is so old school, especially now with illegal streaming. Mm -hmm. Me and Jamie were talking about it. You know, right. If I'm not that guy, because I fought, I'm not trying to steal money from the UFC, but there's a link I can go to every time that's in HD, I don't have to pay a fucking dime for it. Really? Everyone. It, but so many of my friends do that. Mm. I have so many people. So They're when going the, to jail when Uncle Fester <laughs> finds out. <laughs> so when the numbers are low, you got to take that into consideration. Yeah. Most 18 to 36 males can figure it the fuck out. They're not like 70 dollars no i wonder i wonder if you just had it free if the numbers would be well i don't know man it's like you gotta make money, you gotta make a big fucking risk to do that because you gotta think of how much money the ufc has to pay every month to to make that loan to make that monthly nut that's on them that's not the fans problem that's the other, true the other problem is think how expensive is to be an mma fan these days so i'm i gotta fork out money for espn plus now just to watch how much shit. is that was it nine ninety nine? I don't know. You could call it low end five bucks a month. So it's like I think it's ten. Okay. Okay. Nine ninety nine. So you got that right. When does that go live? Because the fight pass is still two thousand nineteen January. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you, so I got to pay for that. So that's money, additional money, and then pay per views. There's one every month. So if I want that, that's seventy. So right. that's eighty dollars a month just to be a UFC fan. Yeah. Now if I want to watch dies on dies on dies on Bellator, I got to pay. How much is that going to be? Nine ninety nine to watch the Bellator now. Is that what it is? It didn't say. I was looking. Let's say it's nine ninety nine. Less than that, I'm assuming something's wrong with the streaming service. So, well, if they just had a free streaming service and then had ads, do you think they could make it up? 
I, I'm sure. I'm, but I, what, but my point is, it, it's getting expensive to be an MMA fan, and mm-hmm. you're losing fans. Right. And the, the numbers are in decline. What so obviously a there's deal? a business model problem. What if they made a deal with Netflix? They tried that. No, Netflix, Amazon, those guys didn't want to play a game. They went, really? your audience isn't big enough. Really? No, they went, well, Twitter went, we'll use the NBA. We're going to go the NFL route. Because the other sports are too big. Hmm. Twitter. What if they showed it on Twitter? Can you get Twitter on your TV? Could send, if you have it on your phone, you could almost you mirror has, it. Yeah, you could just right. send it to the screen. Yeah. yeah. yeah but what if your phone runs out of batteries in the middle of the fight? Your friends call you a pussy. We'll plug it in. Huh? Yeah, sometimes it's huh? not linking. It's not playing off yeah. your phone directly. Now, when you do it, um, I do it through Apple TV, but you could do it through Google Android, right? You could do like Google Play. You have like a stick that sticks in the yeah, USB. For sure. Yeah. yeah, there's a little symbol. Um, Interesting. I mean, that all used to be science fiction just a little while ago, but I, I see shit on my, like, a, someone sends me a YouTube video to watch. If I'm home watching something on Apple TV, I'll just stream it right to the TV. 100%. That's amazing. Is that us? Oh, yeah, hi. Oh, what there's up? A, there's a little symbol, like, in the top by the bar. It's mm-hmm. just a broadcast to a TV thing. Yeah. Right? It's just, I, I feel like UFC has this old school model right now, but the, with the UFC Plus, uh, ESPN Plus, it's at least headed in the right direction. But the pay-per-view model, especially as expensive as it is to be a fan right now, they're making it tough. I think it's going to come a time where you're not going to need any streaming service. you just be able to type a website address into your television, and it'll be universal. Everybody will have that. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's real close. Like a lot of people getting rid of their cable. Yep. Dish. Apparently young kids, they never watch cable anymore. Ever. Yeah, they just I, I'm a it. Dish fan, but most young kids don't fuck with any of it. Yeah, it's like what Dish? What? That's interesting, right? Comcast, the only, huh? The only thing it's good for really is live, live events. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Everything else, Netflix is more popular than broadcast cable and more in TV viewing. Hmm. Hulu and YouTube. Well, I think it's wow. I, the thing I read said it was it's got more viewers than all of those combined, but I don't wow. know if that's accurate. Broadcast, cable, Hulu, and YouTube. Netflix has more than everything. See, if Netflix got the UFC, that would be crazy. For the UFC. For the UFC. Netflix, like, dude, what? if what? they just bought it? They could. You what, know, if they say, there? Like, what if they just said, we have so much money? Like, how much just, is your not? How much is Four billion? Four billion? Um, okay. We'll <laughs> just, just write it. them the check. We'll just buy it. It's like a pair of sneakers let, that you're never going to wear. Just let them fight every day. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> just air it, Billy. They could do it, man. I wonder. Yeah, they w- that would be, but then how would you figure out how people get paid? You'd have to give numbers, right? It would have to be in the contract because that's one thing about Netflix. They don't want to give away the numbers. So if you have a comedy special on Netflix and you ask them, hey, how's it doing? They go, it's doing really well. Yeah, but you're really know, happy. Yeah, but you know because like you, they go, you want to do another? You're like, well, it must went pretty well. <laughs> now if you do a special on there and you're like, how are we doing? Like, all right. Yeah, keep on keeping on, man. Yeah. Do you want to do another? We're go- we're all set. It probably didn't go well. You that, don't have exact numbers, right. which which I feel like is a little hairy, a little dicey because you have no negotiating power. Yeah, you have super zero. dicey. Because if you're like, hold on, let's say you for instance, you're like, hold up, a hundred million people watch this. I need more fucking money. Right. Like to them, is five million watching good? Is a hundred million? Where are we at here? Then we negotiate. Knows. That can't be right. Like that can't be good. But it's their business. They started it. It's, it's the thing is like that's gonna change you don't have a to do bit, it bet, there, don't you right? Think? But Eventually. you could do it on HBO and then you get real numbers, or you could do it on Showtime and you would get real numbers, or you could do it on Amazon. Jeff Bezos tells you to go fuck yourself. Do you think you're <laughs> at a disadvantage if you're not on Netflix these days? Because because here's here's my argument that I had with Brian about things, Shuna's special, 
is net, don't give Netflix is the king, man. And if you're Ro, if you're you, if you're Bill Burr, if you're Kevin Hart, if not Kevin Hart, if you're fucking Chris Rock, any of those guys, right? They're paying you a massive amount of money and they're promoting it. But if you get lost into that shuffle, because they have so much content now, right? It is does it pay off. I don't know. You know, um, Gaffigan, interestingly enough, decided not to do it, and he could do it anywhere, and he decided to do it on on all platforms. So he doesn't have it on Netflix, but he has it on a bunch of different things. See, see where Gaffigan put his special. He, up. He, but he did it on his own <laughs> site, right, and released it very Louis C.K. style. Yeah, I think um, he actually. I think it's available on Amazon. I think it's available on a bunch of different things. He's so established, though. Yeah, it's true. Gaffigan's a right. motherfucker. People still ask him to do his hot pockets. Dude. Yeah, that's a good point because I think that they probably, no matter where he goes, his fans are very loyal. They'll go seek it out. He's one of the biggest in the yeah. world. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're like, let's say you're a guy like Brian Callen, mm -hmm. like where are you going to get the most exposure? Honestly, YouTube. The most exposure free. would just be release it for free. For yeah. free. But I mean, that's very expensive to do. It says Gaffigan's Noble Ape initially will be released on multiple pay TV and digital platforms, including Apple's iTunes, Amazon Video, AT&T, Charter Communications, Comcast, Cox Communication, DirecTV, Holla at DirecTV, Dish Network, oh shit, Google Play, and Sony PlayStation. It says Walmart's Verizon, Voodoo. Walmart's, well, Walmart has Voodoo. Why they bought that thing? Microsoft's mm -hmm. Xbox. An album version will also be released on the same day in digital and physical formats. That, that motherfucker Good for him. going sizzler. Well, beat, a $5 he, download via Louis C.K. Net. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because I think that uh, he could do it. So if he does it and then it really works out well, maybe Kevin Hart might do that too. Maybe he might say, listen, I could- Charge four ninety nine. Well, he could do whatever he wants. He might be like, hey, I'm Kevin Hart. I could just have, um, people are going to go watch my special. I'll There's just only put it somewhere. who can do that. Yeah, there's a small handful. If you're if you're a smaller level comic, let's say B list, you can't do that and make money. People are gonna see it, so maybe you get you get money back when you go on the road. It's like holy shit, that was great and it's free. So you go on the road and do in theaters now, maybe. Well, that's, that's the, the thing. Because right? do you know how many comics have done that and had a YouTube video that became a giant smash and then was selling out theaters? What is that girl, Angela Johnson? You know Angela Johnson? Yeah, she's, she's on hilarious. Mad TV. Yeah, yeah she's that hilarious bit about the <clears throat> Vietnamese girls doing her nails. Yeah, that bit got on YouTube, and she was selling out. Crypto gel, yeah, yeah, crypto gel. <laughs> She's hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. But she was selling out giant places. Well, to that extent, not that Chris D'Elia is similar to that, but Chris D'Elia on Snapchat, his videos were so funny. Yeah, it made him insanely popular. He's so silly. amongst other stuff, but that's when the you know he had millions of followers on there. Yeah, so you go into city, and he's a brilliant comic, and you know he's one of the biggest in the world now. He's so silly. He's a unique kind of silly. It's a weird silly. You would hate us if you saw our texts every day about shoes and fashion. <laughs> the, 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 Yeezy, the Yeezy dad shoes came out. I'm like, dude, I can get them. You want a pair? He's like, yes. I'm what like, are Yeezy dad shoes, mm, Jamie? You're going to Well, you might like them. You like them mm. more than the 350 boost. Sweat these, boy. <laughs> Sweat these, boy. Converse. <laughs> Sweat these, boy. All-star. Dude, I'm not Converse all-star. Red suede. I know. I'm wearing these just for you. When did you get those? Converse actually sent them to me. I would never have I was going to say, there's no way you were in a the store. They sent those. me those, but I put them. I said, I'll wear these motherfuckers. Hell yeah, those are fucking Those are dope. Yeezys, those things? Those are Yeezys. Those are Yeezy dad shoes. And you like yes. those. No, what are you, I a don't. San Jose Sharks no, fan? I do not. It looks like a shark. No, let me just say this. That was the first Yeezy, and I could I can get them. They're coming out, but I went. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on those. You know, you and need... I go, Chris, you want these? And I went, Chris, 
these only look good on small guys. He goes, you're right, but I'm smaller. I go, with the right outfit and small jeans, you can wear them. He goes, you're right, Brent. And we're going back and forth. And, you're and I serious. screenshot you it. Serious. And I sent to Brian went, fuck you. Because ah, <laughs> Brian likes to wear those boots that make him look like he's an Italian painter. Correct. And like wishes those, he was taller. Yeah, he's got those boots with like wooden heels with leather soles that are really slippery. Very strange. And then they have zippers on the sides. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you wearing? You're supposed to wear these when you're in Catholic school. Like, why, why are you wearing this as a grown man who's 51 years old? Yeah, he's crazy. He never had a, a period of time where he dressed like his age. Never. He's like finally old as his dress. Yes. Like, he is now the he's age getting, he's supposed to be. He, like, got older and fell into his established wardrobe. Not anymore, bro. What? Oh, my God. What is this? Oh, I don't know. What no. the fuck is happening? That's not Why Brian. is he dressed like a skater? That looks just like Wait a minute. Are that those does slides? look identical to him. Wait a minute. That's Brian. I think that's him. Dude, that's fucking Brian. That's Brian Callen. Dressed Make as that a bigger. tool. Make that face bigger. It's very blurry. Dude, what that is, is Brian Callen. And Are that's recent because his hair's leaving. Are those slides? Is that I black think... socks and slides? Oh my god. That's, that's Brian Callen. Yeah. For a special, he wants me mm. to dress them, and I'm gonna no, get credits don't, on don't, a special. Don't, 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 don't. Let him be himself. Well, no. He Say would... dress for the way you want to dress, bro. Oh, no, that's what? him. That's what I told that him. It is him. It is him. There he is. Where, where's Look that at? Those are those are black socks and sandals. Or are those no, they're not. Those are uh those are skate shoes. Dude, that, look at those him. He's wearing Case skate Swift? shoes. Slow roll down those shoes. I was hoping that those were black socks. Me too. Asian <laughs> style. <laughs> I thought they were black socks and slides because they're so gross. With a white stripe goes over the top. Proper what are the use of slides? Is that the proper <laughs> yeah, use? Black yeah. socks? Yeah. Is that yeah. how you're supposed to do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Is that everybody does it? Yeah. <laughs> Tight move, Joe. You can do it with slides, but you can't do it with flip flops, correct? Like slides and socks is okay. Yeah. Correct. Why do they have rules like that? It's the streets, bro. You know what it is? It's gross if you like that sock in between oh. your toe with that bar like with a flip flop. Like a fucking master splinter or some shit. <laughs> like you're a ninja. Like you got those do ninja that, shoes on. <laughs> Remember those ninja shoes? I fuck yeah, I man. I had them, man. Those ta- what are they called? Tabbies or oh something like God. that? Oh, my God. Oh, that's hilarious. Remember when dudes used to wear those kung fu shoes? Do you remember those kung fu shoes? Did you, you you didn't grow up on the East Coast, did you? No, fuck no. A lot of dudes in like the 1990s and c- certainly in the 80s would wear kung fu shoes. Just they would, as whatever? They would dress up like they knew kung fu. They would oh wear like kung God, fu pants, those things. Oh, yeah. my, oh, those are Todd's. Those are called Todd's these that's days. That's what they call them? Those are kung fu shoes, son. Dude. Dudes would wear kung fu like they knew kung fu because they had those shoes on. They'd be like, damn, dude, I'm dude, not mad at them. Shit. You like those? Those are different. Those are like those are more um, fashionable. Yeah, those are like those first ones you show were some shoes. bullshit. Somebody had a bit about it about dudes Kung in the Fu ghetto. Shows. I think it was. Um, do you remember that guy that had a bunch of fucking? Uh, he had a bunch of bunch of specials on HBO. Robert Townsend. Remember that? Remember Robert Townsend? Remember he had a bunch of uh, HBO specials where he had a bunch of different comedians on. I feel like someone on one of those did a bit. Did a kung fu bit? About dudes in the ghetto who dressed up like they wore kung fu outfits. I'll tell you who I don't fucking trust. Dudes that wear aqua socks. What do you mean by aqua socks? Like blue socks? No, bro. Aqua socks, like if you went to Waterworld or like a water park. Aqua socks. Wearing them out in public? Do nothing drives a fucking girl up worse than aqua socks. Really? Drives them up? dude. Bring a a fucking aqua. You can still get them at Walmart and shit. Who wears them? My dad wore them when I was a kid. Those? Yes. Who fuck wears you. those? You walk around with those on? At, yeah. yeah, if you're at the water park, so you oh. get traction. Okay, that makes sense. But dudes wear them in real life? Yeah. Hmm. Like some assholes. Maybe they want to be a superhero. 
Maybe they're just ready for water at all times. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the purpose of those? So you don't slip on the, the outside of the pool? Yeah, because it's all hot and shit. Okay. So you quit being a pussy. How about that? Hmm. But those are, like, fairly similar to, like, minimalist shoes. Well, see, those are cool. See, you bring up cool ones, Jamie. Wait, wait, You're wait, fucking wait, wait. Hold on. How is that cool? Because those are dope, bro. You like that? Well, that's some shit you would run in. Sagua. Yes, I would. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm talking about the original Aqua Sock. But it's different. See that one right there that you just showed? That last one? The last one. The one above that, the one that looks like a normal sneaker, yeah, like that, like that, yeah. That's, that those look real similar to the shit I wear when I run. Some tevias. I run the with those. Uh, they they have like nothing to them. There's you no still running with those? It. Yeah, I love those. They dude, my feet are way stronger because of running that way. 100 percent made a big difference. It definitely made a difference. Yeah, because your feet have to work way harder. It's not like uh, if you run in a pair of like I like to run in like Solomon speed cross shoes because yeah. they got a lot of traction you could run on anything you don't worry about where you're stepping you just stomp on shit but you don't you don't your foot doesn't have as much engagement like when there's no cushioning at all and it's a thin layer your foot is like pushing off and gripping and some shit but you can't just jump strengthens your you feet. just can't go fucking full no can't jump right into shoe, that no, which no, no. i tried yeah it'll fuck your you get that plant you got that planter right? i did that plantar fasciitis is no yeah, joke that's a son. nightmare son I'm back to cushy shoes. Yeah. Yeezys and shit. Oh, you like those? But yeah, you don't yeah. run anymore, right? I need some I need I need to inject some shit into my leg. <laughs> I need to full fucking well, I'll take you to that. in my leg. Dude, I'm telling you, they can do that now. They're doing they're doing Home, everything. Homeboys doing around here, right? Oh yes. They're doing all kinds of shit now, son. You know what else we should do? We Insurance should do it. don't cover that we shit. We should do it on air. We should get uh, oh, NAD drips. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it in here and Dude. do it. It's supposed to be Sponsor insanely painful. If you do the push NAV where it's like 15 minutes, it'd be funny if we did a podcast. It's supposed to make your guts wrench like someone's stomping on your stomach. Uh. But if you get through it, you get through it in 15 minutes versus eight hours. Hold up. 15, slow 15 drip, minutes and what's it do? It's supposed to be incredible for anti-aging. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah. 15 minutes of glory? 15 minutes of like, ah! Just so the we, worst podcast of all time. I would think it'd be a fun podcast because for the rest of the time you'd be fine. So like beforehand you'd be fine, and then for fifteen minutes you'd be like, "Oh, I shit my pants," and then you do that for fifteen minutes. And then how happy we'll be after yeah, the fifteen minutes? After it's over, you feel and great. Have Talon in here making fun of us. Yeah, eating cheese and shit. Yeah, he, no, he, he can't eat cheese anymore. His psoriasis is too bad. What? He has horrible psoriasis. He can't eat cheese. No. What's he eating? He's on some weird diet. Refuse to take like the proper medication. Mm, he's one of those he guys. Huh? The diet. Isn't yeah, it got... funny that he would make fun of anti-vaxxers, but he wouldn't take medication? That's fucking crazy. He's crazy. What medication does he not take? Does it fuck with him or something? No, he he says it it solves it for a little bit, but it's not a complete problem. It's my diet. I'm like, dude, whatever mm. you're doing, just use the goddamn ointment. Well, you know, Jordan. Go Peterson see the psoriasis said... kid in Tampa, by the way, this weekend. It, oh, where's he at? Where's, Tampa Improv. Tampa Improv. Psoriasis kid. Don't look down on him from the third floor, though. Tampa Improv has three floors. Yeah, I know. Look down from the top, you see that bald spot. It's yeah, very I know. Uncomfortable. You want to sit lower level. You don't see his legs or his bald spot. Tampa Improv, uh, th that's a weird area. That's like Igor City, right? Igor, yeah. yeah. I was just there. Did you like it? I loved it. Fun people. Hell yeah. I um, love Texas, man. Jordan Peterson cured his psoriasis with a carnivore diet. He did that carnivore diet where all he eats is meat. That's all he eats. Red meat. And he got rid of it. Yep. That's all he eats. My Brian should fucking try that, man. Whatever he's doing, his legs are so bad. Yeah, that sucks, man. It's just getting psoriasis is a rough one. Stress yeah. too, you know. He's torn a lot. Stress. He's been Built, traveling. Yeah. He has a show coming up, yep. and then he has a special. A lot of shit. 
Son, so how many times are you going up a week now? Uh, last week I went up four times. Damn. Usually, yeah, at least three. I'm stressed three out. Nights? I'm stressed out this week because um, I'm on the road on Saturday, Oklahoma, and I'm doing a set at the Ice House and hopefully a set at Laugh Factory too if I can make them. But I always, yeah, if, I always want to be at the Comedy Store, man. Yeah, anywhere you can get up though, man. You do the Ha Ha at all? No, it's a good spot. You go down there. I'm gonna do. Um, Neil Brennan has a, a show, West Side Comedy Club, I think. Yeah, I heard it. Doing that. Is that in Venice? Uh, Venice, yeah. Santa Monica. Oh, okay. I heard yeah. that's really good. Yep, me too. I think Callum was that. telling me that's about that, too. That's close, too. Yeah, it's close to you, right? Super close. All right, so anything else? Is there anything else we need to talk about before we wrap this bitch up, young Jamie? Covered it, right? Anything crazy that happened during the podcast you need to let us know about? No? no? Not, not nothing? Crazier today. Not today? Crazier than normal. I'm in, uh, I'm in Spokane next week. Spokane, Spokane, Washington. Okay. And then first two weeks of August, Texas can't get enough. I'm in Austin, Cap City, Woo! and then Dallas Improv second week. Woo! Get Addison? you some, Texas. Addison Improv, that one? Uh, no, I think it's Dallas Improv. It might be Addison. I think Addison. it's in Addison. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just outside so. of Dallas. Great. Tfatk.com. Tfatk.com. All right. That's it. Uh, tomorrow. Fuck's tomorrow? Joey Diaz. Oh, snap. Oh, shit. Son. That's right. Tomorrow's 4th of July. We got a, Oh, Josh Barnett sent me a text message. He said, I'd be more than happy to come on and explain the whole deal with USADA. Boom. Boom. There Shout out to it. Josh Barnett. Shout out. To the war master. All right. Uh, tomorrow, Joey Diaz, 11 a.m. See ya. Bye.